Want to hear your favorite Sir shows in CD quality and ad-free? Then sign up for Smodcast, a premium content archive launching in July. Membership has its perks, including access to ticketed events before anybody else. And if you pre-order Smodcast now, you'll get a kick-ass merchandise bundle, including comics, a mini-poster, stickers, a mystery shirt, and more. The first 150 pre-orders will also receive either a clerk's lunchbox or a chronic action figure. The merchandise bundle is just 25 bucks plus shipping and handling, and includes your first month of Smodcast access. After that, your credit card will be billed just $4.99 a month for ad-free, high-quality versions of every Smodcast internet radio show. Smodcast, where Smodcast goes say for pay. Sign up at Smodcast.com. When it's time for lunch, you can pick up a spoon or grab your fork body and dig into a Nuna. It's Nuna with Dan and Marty. If you never had a Nuna, well, there's no sooner way. Just bend over at the middle in the middle of the day. It's a Nuna. It's a Nuna with Marty and Dan. <laughs> wow. Oh, what, a, what, a what a start. What a start. Yeah, what a start. I, I thought yeah. it was going to be a sup today. <laughs> you, know, we, <laughs> you know, we fiddled with sup today, and our pal Brad Stark, who we'll talk about later on in the show, whipped this up, and suddenly we just thought, it's wow, brilliant. what a genius. Yes. Brad Thank Stark, you, Brad Stark. Resident San Francisco oh. genius. Hey, so welcome, everybody. Sup today. <laughs> sup today. <laughs> right. That, you're going you're gonna to work to make that our opening catchphrase, aren't I, you? I think I just did. Uh, <laughs> do we have a slide whistle? No, we'll, we'll save that for later. <laughs> Um, so welcome everybody. Thanks for taking a midday break out of work or life to join us for what I'd say was a, a two hour titillating internet radio embrace that we like to call Nooner. Uh, I am your host, Dan Etheridge, and this is my trusty sidekick, Marty. You. Hello. That's it. <laughs> Actually, that's it. You were right. You're right. That was, that was yeah, exactly you, the right space. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Boom. Bada bing. Um, so, you know, in case you all, there may be many of you there who don't know this, but about three weeks ago, Kevin and, and Jan and Jason, I wasn't quite sure who we were subbing in for, but let's say thank you to the three of them, had Marty and I sit in and guest host uh, for them while they were in Italy and, and points east, and it was a fun time for us and, and hopefully for the people who listen. So they invited us back, and so we've launched this uh, weekly show, Fridays noon to, uh, to 2. Yeah, and yeah. So much of it was due to people in the tweeter sphere. Or what did you call it, James? Uh, the, the tweets. Did you just yeah, call it the tweeter sphere? I that, don't know. You're supposed to, you're like the tech guy. That is, that's part of the, there are three right. reasons okay. you're here. One, great guy. Two, Asian. And three, <laughs> because you know this tech stuff. Right. So, well, tweeter sphere, if we've just lost the entire tweeter sphere because that's not what they want I, to be I called. I don't see why that doesn't work. Everyone knows what I mean when I say tweeter well, sphere. I don't know. It might, it might undermine okay, our credibility. Anyhow, okay. A right, lot of people on, on Twitter said nice things about us and, and actually suggested doing the show. Right. I just want to mention, uh, the Jay West, Dale Marcella, James ADD, uh, Janet, uh, what, Janet Dixink? Janet, Janet Dixink, uh, PD Gene B, uh, Rogue three two three seven, Mel Conan, Jaded. I think Fucko. there was an Adam Wells in there, if I remember. Yeah, yeah, Chris CGF, one Shawshank. Point is that she Marty will have sex with all of you, Jay Martin for this, yes. for this shot. Yes, yes. So I just wanted to thank all everyone for that, um, which might undermine uh, his role as the straight man on this show, even though he is in fact the straight man on the show, right? <laughs> 
He says right. nothing. Okay, so right. that is that's why we're here loosely. We're going to be doing the same formula that we did, and I, I, and maybe you'll say, well, that's tired. You've already done it four times, but we kind of like it. We're gonna have a special guest in, probably to sit in, uh, you know, for sixty to ninety minutes every week. This week. We've got Martin Starr. You know him, I'm sure, from TV's Freaks and Geeks and Party Down and movies like Adventureland and Knocked Up. He's very cool, very good guy. Uh, I think he was out at an appointment, and hopefully he'll be here in 30 minutes. And if he stands us up, then you just got two hours of Marty and me. And James. Yeah. Yeah, and James. Sorry. I'm sorry, I'm James. Here. I left That's you okay. out, buddy. No problem. How are you? You look so much less I'm sleep-deprived since yes, last time I saw you. I've, I've gotten some rest, <laughs> and, uh, you know, this was a big event for me, you know. That uh, we what, were, what, Nooner? Nooner. We're really? Getting, you know, that we're getting the band back together <laughs> sort of thing, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, I love so, that. And the tensions are still there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Simmering underbelly of tension. All right, we're also going to do calls. Because we kind of like calls. Uh, so the number is 855-YES-SIRS. That's 855-937-7477. Uh, we'll just do them randomly whenever you want. So, you know, call in if you feel like it. Or, or yes. don't if you don't. Yes. I didn't really and if we don't get that. to immediately, hang tight and we'll probably get to you eventually. Within two hours. Yes. Yeah. And then, um, uh, did you give the Twitter handle for them to follow along? And- thank you, man. Thanks for the prompting. So for the Twitter sphere, <laughs> the, our, our Twitter is... At Nooner Dan Marty. At Nooner really, Dan Marty. Really catchy. It's catchy. You really can't forget it, especially with, with Dan and Marty. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously on the smodcast.com, uh, network website, you can find us on our smodcast.com backslash Nooner. Okay. Enough pimping. Let's start the show. Marty had talked about doing kind of an origin story at a certain point today. And we went back and forth on that because well, first of all, we've seen a lot of origin story failures uh, this this summer in the movies. It, but in TV, I'm going to use the TV metaphor for those of you who don't know out there. You know, one of the big choices you make when you're writing a pilot is do you write a premise pilot or do you write a pilot that more functions like a normal episode you'd see in series? You know, do you, the premise pilot would be some unusual thing that by the end of it, an incident happens and that makes the series like possible. Lost. Like Lost. Is yeah, the, is although that had some of the weirdness you find in Lost. You, you could say they threaded that needle <clears throat> a little bit more than others. But, but networks don't like those typically because the audience may watch a premise pilot and love that, but come back for the next week an episodic and, and it, it dies. Yeah, or they're yeah. like, wait, this isn't the show that I thought I was doing. <clears throat> so I didn't talk to Kevin about this. It is, it is, uh, his and Jason Jennifer's network and, I didn't talk to him about this, so uh, I didn't get notes from him on premise pilot or not. But I'm going to assume – well, first, I bet he'd be completely flexible to our desires. But let's assume that he wants not a premise pilot. So we're not going to do <laughs> two hours of origin story. Right, right. So like, you're going to have to – if you want the full story, you're just going to have to listen every week and we'll give – You're going to have to intuit things. Yeah, we'll glean tidbits will come out here and there. Like if you listen when we were guest hosts, you might have heard about Marty and I nude shower wrestling. We're not going to cover that again today. Uh, but we probably will at some point in the future. But let's not play if it I can safe. Help it. To... No, I mean, we definitely not if I can help it. All right, we're talking about it every single episode. <laughs> every single episode of Nooner <clears throat> begins with Marty and I right. nude shower wrestled one time <laughs> during during the L.A. riots. <laughs> yes, inexplicably. No, no, there um, was alcohol involved. The, I guess that's pretty explicably. No, I'm referring to you nude shower wrestling with me. I mean, I can see in theory, even though it was. You know what? We're not going to talk about that now. That's not why we're on the air is to talk about that really intriguing evening we spent in the shower. Um, what we are here to talk about is origin story. Quick bio on me and then quick bio on Marty. And then you'll never have to deal with this again. And I'm literally I'm going back to the beginning, but it's so easy for me. Born and raised in Virginia Beach, Virginia. 
until college in the Northeast where I met Marty, until L.A. where I've been a film and TV producer, until now where I am officially a minor internet radio personality or uh, or merp. I'm <laughs> Dan stayed up like till two in the night. Like, I got, I have it in uh, my note. No, I woke up in the middle of the night. A merp. <laughs> and then you had the acronym and you built, you built the words I went backwards. It. I don't know what it means. <laughs> I was, I Micronesia <laughs> metaphor, but I got to minor internet. Merp. I think I paid for that in Thailand once. <laughs> uh, yeah, go shot of penicillin cures you of merp. Oh, that's for sure. Mer- Merp.com just got eaten up on GoDaddy.com. Oh, no, you can find us at, at merp in the tweeter sphere. Um, um, so yeah, that, that's my bio. Uh, th- you know, for those of you who are familiar with Virginia Beach, it used to be called, the whole area was called Tidewater, which I vastly prefer. And then the city fathers or the fathers of the region decided to call it Hampton Roads. And I hate that. I will say that right now. Go on the record. I hate it. Tidewater to me is like we, we were fishing or crabbing, yeah. popping beer, water skiing. It sounds so pleasant. Hampton Roads, we got roads. <laughs> Come on them. We got roads. So, <laughs> If, you know, I'm sorry if I'm upsetting some Virginia uh, founding fathers out there, but Tidewater, it was and shall always be in my mind, and a shout out to it right here. Um, that's my bio. Marty, go. Uh, Great. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, yes. On to the news. <laughs> no, I am uh, I'm a California native, uh-huh. and I went to school in the East Coast, right. came out here. Yep. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm teasing yeah, yeah. it along. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Uh, yeah. Then I, I worked in film production, film mm-hmm, mm-hmm. film development. Yeah. I worked for directors. I do like sushi, sunsets, macrame, and anything in pastel. Marty, you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> you do like sushi. And I have seen you admire a sunset or two. I, that's not true at all. Okay. Um, yeah, and now Marty is an actor, a Wait, comedian. Wait, can, can I tell my own story? Oh, that's right. Everybody has the right to self-identify in yes. this world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So I, I failed at all those I'm things. Gonna, I'm going to take a sip of coffee. Did some screenwriting. Um, yeah, failed at you all those. not fail at all those things. Well, that's that's the I just found short. that acting was the laziest and easiest thing to do and <laughs> fell into that. And I, So hear that, actors out there. Yeah. Yeah. If there's any advice you're going to get from this sort of insider Hollywood show that we yeah. do with that uh, so laziness think, will get you everywhere. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll get you on like a lot of shitty TV shows and a bunch of <laughs> shitty commercials. Wait a second. Except you were on Veronica Mars, baby. I know, as but Wu. I was also on like, uh, what was I on? It was like on a bunch of shows that never that you never saw. Oh, great. You know what one show we did see? And it's if you go to the website and you'll see a Polaroid of Marty and I, that is, we were both day players on an episode of ER that his sister, a great director, Jessica Yu, directed. So yes, nepotism got us the role. Yes. Though, you know what? I remember I did, I had oh, two that? words, yes. two words in the, in the whole thing. That was my day. You show. had to audition. Yes. And I thought I was just going to have it. And I had to go on audition. And I'd never done that before because I hadn't, been in TV. I've been doing film until that day. So I go in and there are 10 executives there. And I think they've been auditioning big roles, but then had to sit in on this one guy saying two words. And I didn't understand and I got nervous. So I went and shook every person's hand and introduced myself down there. And by the second person, I realized this is a protocol error. I should not be no, doing this. Exactly. And the looks on their faces as I did the six person, seven yeah, person. Yeah, because you couldn't bail at that right, point. Because right, yeah. then it would be offensive. <laughs> yeah. And then I went down. They said, okay, go. And I went, candle. Yeah. And they said, thank you. And I walked out. <laughs> it is the most intimidating thing yes. going, when you go for your first call back and, yes. and you go into a room of TV executives and you don't know who's who. You don't know who's important. You know? right. and, and it's, it's you just 
instant sweats come on. I, it was it was really even the two words I almost went up on my lines. But Jessica got me the role, or my talent landed it. You played a paramedic, and so the photo you see on there is from a continuity photo from ER. No, right? that was a we were fucking around. <laughs> tomato, 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 tomato. <laughs> okay, <all right. laughs> so also Dan was one of the producers on Party Down, which was a Stars cult classic. Yes, uh, yeah. I guess you know what it it what's it, the net net the Netflix. Like the I smoke the pot. The Netflix. <laughs> the Netflix reefer. is really well. We could talk more about that one. Well, no, no. I, what I was getting you you spent the weekend in Austin. Yeah, I thought we'd talk about that with Martin Starr. All right, because well, 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 he was there in Austin yeah, too. Did you have a good time though? I did, except I saw this morning that on Alaska Airlines, mm-hmm. a dude got bitten by a scorpion on a flight from Seattle to Anchorage, but the plane originated in Austin. Yes, uh, so they think the scorpion boarded the Alaska Airlines. You sure it wasn't an Alaskan Austin? scorpion? But I, yeah. Fairly sure. <laughs> We're waiting for the uh, for the autopsy, but we think it was an Austin. Did he die? Not me. I didn't have anything to do. Did he, with it. Did he die? The scorpion? I'm sure they crushed it. And I mean, I, you know, to all Wait, no, no, animal. Did the guy get stung by that? Oh, the guy who got stung. Yeah, that's a more reasonable <laughs> question. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> oh my god! I thought you were doing I was, a bit. I was, worried, <laughs> no, I was worried about the scorpion. I thought Dan Etheridge, scorpion lover. <laughs> well, you know what? I am a scorpion. That's my. Uh, I was about to say my zoological sign. <laughs> I am a scorpion. <laughs> You're an astrological sign. Thank you. Rude. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, no, the guy on the plane did not die, and I, I'm assuming they killed the scorpion to get back to your original question. I, I did see a, a clip of uh, Rob getting interviewed about the um, the Party Down movie. Yeah, b- bad thing about the – great thing is, is that's true. That looks, like, really possible. Bad thing is – is I have been gaining some weight. <laughs> That's and, what I wanted to get to. <laughs> oh, you fucker. You were going to go there? <laughs> well, I just didn't know if you'd seen it or not. So I even, pre- like, thank God I self-deprecatingly preempted it by saying, yes, I have put on some weight. But, and so when I look at those photos, it's like, you know, good-looking actor, good-looking actor. Rob has lost an, a tremendous amount. Yeah, he looks fan- great. Yeah, he looks fantastic. Rob is now officially only, I think, one pound heavier than me, and he's five inches taller than me. But I am at the end, and I am like the Pillsbury Doughboy at, as a punctuation mark at well, the end it, of this. Just time. watching the video, I'll, you'll only see just this little mound on the on the left hand side of the screen, and I'm just like, what the fuck is I that? I like to think of it as a medium mound <laughs> on the right. <laughs> yes. So then I had to like go through the video, and like, there's like a two frame thing where I see. Your so face. you weren't even sure that it was me. Well, no, because I don't think of you that. I don't think of you like that. No, no, oh, yeah, no. yeah, no. It's been look, my my, you know what? It, it, it it's been a, it's been an eat through some tough. We did this pilot. It was you know it was a rough time, so we I ate my way through it, and now the some of the some of the pounds have to come off. Yeah, and Rob starved his way through it. Yeah, Rob starved his way through it. I ate my way through, it. but fortunately, my 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 boyfriend doesn't mind it if I'm not super thin. So that's awesome. For now. <laughs> yes, he said, well, wait till I get to 300. <laughs> that is. Um, yes. So anyway, we did have a good time in Austin. And hopefully when, when Mr. Martin Starr gets here, we'll chat more with yeah. him about it. So what's up, Marty? Uh, did you see the uh, trailer for War Horse? You know what? Spielberg I did, film? but the sound wasn't working. So I saw just a lot of awesome I, horse. Like, and, and sweeping <laughs> vistas. Yes. So I was, you, you know, you I don't know what it's about. I mean, I knew from the title, I can intuit. Well, like you see all this horse stuff and this, like, you know, rolling hills and battle scenes, and it's a, it's on Broadway. It won all the Tonys. Yeah. So this must like, be Oscar did, bait now. But but yeah, yep. uh, mm-hmm. totally. I mean, yep. you just see it in like 
they should just put you know winning winner of twelve Oscars next year. Yeah, you know? I know it's already but, it's pre-ordered. But how do, uh, did you see War Horse on Broadway? Or I mean, I did not. I, the only thing I've seen on Broadway recently is Book of Mormon, which is triumphant. Right. Totally, well, really, really worth it. So I heard know, that War Horse is amazing as well. Well, just, I don't know. I, I've been so dispirited by the movies just because Transformers Three is in the theaters. I can't bring myself to go near the theaters. But it's in three D. And you know what? I, the, if there's anything that Michael Bay might be good at, is I actually believe maybe he <clears> did do a good job with the three D. But I abs- I just can't see his movies anymore or at a, at all. Ever. I tried to see Transformers Two and I just couldn't get through it. Yeah. It just, so I mean, I, you know, and I know that Michael Bay, who is not listening to this. <laughs> would, I will be in your movie, but you know, he, he, yeah, but oh, I mean, Mr. Bay, of course, I've been kidding. <laughs> it's all, it's all fun on the radio show. What do I, I don't know from Adam, but you know, he's got billions of dollars, so he doesn't care what I think. But his movies blow. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that. I just want to, yeah, I want to be on the record. But I know, I know, I'm not taking a profound stand. <laughs> no, it's just, it's yeah. not like, I'm, like you know, like Darren Aronofsky's movies blow. Like Roger Ebert has just been going off. Like going nuts about it, like on on Twitter and on his blog. Well, you know what John Inbaum said it best. I thought once that he said that every scene Michael Bay does is like a commercial for that scene, rather than just being an actual scene. Right. And he said that I remember watching the last shot of Armageddon, which did have some watchable moments, but like it's 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 Ben Affleck and the woman on a cliff or by a car, and it just looks like a Chevrolet Cavalier commercial on a yeah. cliff. Yeah. And yeah. So it was it was perfectly said. I thought. And, and that's in the words it. of Steve Gutenberg from Party Down. Where's the heart? Where is the heart? Two words. One word. Cocoon. <laughs> heart science fiction. Heart right. science fiction and heart. Right. One word. Cocoon. cocoon. Um, <laughs> who, who wrote that? Was that uh, that's going to be a Johnny Unbomb. Uh, but, but it's one of my favorites. Exquisitely performed by, by the Goots. Yeah. Playing himself. Oh, great. my God. The Goots. We've got to get the Goots on the show. Oh, man. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're going to have Mars. some good uh, folks uh, coming up over the next uh, several months. And yeah, then, it'll, and then it'll drop off. And please, <laughs> feel free to tweet. On the Twitter sphere, <laughs> yes. any suggestions? Right, we'll, of, probably we'll, we can let that runner go now. We will do <laughs> as best we can to get uh, people that you're interested in on the show. Yeah, and and in that spirit, I'm going to say our uh, our phone lines remain open eight five five yes sirs so eight five five nine three seven seven four seven. Um, last night I was watching on the Netflix instant, mm-hmm. the, or or just Netflix instant. I really don't. Well, I don't know about articles yet in terms of netflix like the pot or whatever you know it's like is it i think it's just netflix like pch pacific coast highway out here it's technically not well the okay PCH. but in la it's, it's the 101 in northern california it's 101 i know it's, it's, it's regional differences regional. well really, it's, but it's that diversity that makes us special no oh, see well we're in southern california so it's the netflix Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but new, news to netflix i was watching a lost in america the, just, oh, the Albert Brooks movie? Yeah, it's it, it should be required viewing. If you guys haven't seen it, you have to see it. It's, I, it's I streaming. Would, I would agree. It's it's just a, a wonderful piece of Americana, like some so funny, and um, Gary I, Marshall. It reminds me of the RV road trip we took up to Burning Man last year. Don't I'm not part of that Burning Man scene. What? I, that's because you have no inner creative light. It's because I like <laughs> showers. <laughs> you know, you've really reduced it to the bare minimum. Okay. So all we do is go up there and do ecstasy and do mushrooms and dance around. Well, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can I tell you? So this yeah. guy was at my house having dinner and he was, he was just like this internet blowhard. And he's like, oh, I just went to Burning Man. It was the most amazing time. You're describing me, aren't you? No, no, no. This I is... thought that was going to be the upshot. <laughs> and that man's name was, no. was Fat Dan. You're not an internet blowhard. You're a merp. I'm a merp. 
<laughs> I aspire to blow hard. If you're out there, Malcolm Ingram, I aspire to blow hard. No, and this wasn't Malcolm Ingram either. It's a um, shout out to Malcolm Ingram. So mm. he, uh, he's talking about like, oh, it was the most amazing thing. I was, went with a, a couple of friends of mine and they just had a kid. And so we were there doing peyote under the stars and we were suckling on her breasts because she was getting- so far so amazing. And your problem is yeah. you. Okay. And now look, I am not saying, Hey, uh, you know, people do drugs, but like once in a life, an adventure of a hallucinant in the, in the desert like, with a, with a woman that you love or a guy that you love. Wouldn't that be awesome? I don't want to. Yeah, well, James is nodding his head. He didn't want to go affirmatively on the air oh, on the record. Sorry. No, <laughs> like, no, but he nodded. To, that yeah. was the easiest form of support you could give me. Nodded at me, but you didn't. It actually wasn't a sex a thing. She was. He, she was lactating. Oh, I didn't get that. Did you get that from the story? I think she just had a kid. She was. Yeah, I didn't mention that she was lactating. So. Well, I since the entire crux of your argument that that's bad oh, okay. hinged well, anyway. on her lactating. Well, I would have mentioned it. Just me. And by the way, when I, I said I suckling, had, I didn't say sucking. I you can suckle at the teat of something, and it doesn't necessarily mean they're lactating. I don't know. I, I don't want to get into it because that, this is just, that's way out of my sphere. I don't right. understand. And that is that is my only image of Burning Man, so I'm never going. Because you have in your head an image of peyote and lactating teats. You won't go to Burning Man, one of the great 50,000-strong creative festivals in the globe. In the globe. Not on the globe. Not on it, but in it. In it. I get heat rash really easily. <laughs> you know what? I never camped a day in my life, and I went to Burning Man, and it was it was rigorous, and it was hard, but it was great. And what's great about it is there's no commerce. The only place on the planet, in the planet, the only place in the globe, in the globe. that you have no commerce. You can't buy or sell anything there, and you don't realize when you're there how much every single second of your life, even as I look at this table here in the lovely Smodcast Studios, I'm seeing ads and this and that and like, so, and it's the only place you don't see it. So if you went yeah. with nothing, you could just leech off of everybody else. You and nobody leech. would judge you. Bring you. everything in and you bring yeah. everything out. Sure, but if you went with nothing, you you, you could, but you would do it with the. Ah, uh, now you're gonna make me sound touchy. You do it with the generosity of spirit. You would go and you'd do something for somebody. You help them set up their camp, and yes, they would do something. Bullshit. You know what? I hope you get a heat rash today, <laughs> all over your body. I think it's God. time for that slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for thanks for doing that. <laughs> that that made me happy. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what, Marty? I will give you this. People talking about Burning Man who have been there can can go on and on and and rhapsodize about it. And I get it; it can be off putting or whatever. I will say this: every person who could try it ought to try it because I actually think there'd be a journey worth doing. That's all I'll say. All right. That's all I'll say. But so, if anybody was to call in about Burning Man, they can't. We'll no, yeah. nope. That's the one man. thing we won't talk about with callers. <laughs> hey, this merp wants to talk about Burning Man. <laughs> well, back to Lost in America. It ends yeah. with a postscript, and I'm not going to give away the ending. It's a great ending. Um, oh, the one when they're in the thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, do with the thing? Yeah, at the, thing. at the time. With that. Isn't that the line from Broadcast News? Is it another Albert Brooks great yeah. performance? Yeah. Uh, but what, what is your feeling about, in general, about the postscript? Because, like, uh, a lot of times... Wait a second. But see, here's the problem. And I respect what you're trying to do here, but you want me to talk about the postscript, which we can't mention, so anybody who's not seen no, the movie no, no. doesn't no, know no, what no. we're talking I, about. I'm talking about in general. I'm talking about... The, oh, the see, act that, of a coda? If you let, let me finish my thought. Okay. Sorry, like, I didn't so understand. You're sometimes right. okay, you okay. see it, and it feels like a cop-out. Like, oh, they ran out of film. You know, or other times it feels like... You're saying like, it feels like, yeah, okay, you know in the worst postscript of all time? 
Well, it's, excuse me. I just belched. That's very rude. And I apologize. It's a good thing you talked about it. Um, well, I, I didn't know if people heard it, so I wanted to apologize. That is Virginia. That's Tidewater Manors right there, okay? All right? Um, so the worst of all time, and by the way, it's a terrible movie, Cannonball Run 2, where literally, you know, it's the cross-country race, and I always remember this because everybody was dying to see it when you were 13 yeah. and it was coming out, is that apparently they ran out of money in filming the movie. So at one point, about 80% of the way through the race, there goes this cartoon map. Uh, animation that shows the cars making their way to the finish line. <laughs> and then at the finish line are, is this array of third tier supporting bananas in the movie, like Jamie Farr and all yeah. the leads have disappeared. <laughs> so they ran out of money. They cartoon animated the last 20%. And and Bert's like, like, fuck it. I'm, yeah. I'm going to, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. More hookers and blow. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> where's Lonnie? Yeah. <laughs> Was that a Lonnie era or a Sally era or a Dinah era? We don't know. Um, Bert, so you're saying that, God had they the, the money to finish that movie, it would have been a classic. It would have been <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's the stance I'm taking. Oh, Cannonball Run 2. We hardly knew ye. Well, I, I will say that um, Animal House had a great press script. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you're talking about like – so it's yeah. either the thing where they do that or it's it's like a cut to – yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, What the, What uh, Jaws, wonderful postscript. <laughs> <laughs> Chief Brody is now re- retired and living. Actually, Chief Brody had a heart attack, as we found out in Jaws 4, but they wouldn't say. What if at the end of the postscript in Jaws, they said, Chief Brody lived a nice life for about six more years and then had a heart attack yeah. before uh, his son was eaten by the same shark? Yeah. That's the postscript. Richard Dreyfus never appeared again, or Hooper never appeared again, except he was eaten by piranha in the Solid Right. <laughs> and Robert Shaw remains digested pulp. <laughs> well, what did Mur- and Murray Hamilton was re-elected mayor 12 times <laughs> until he retired a prosperous man. <laughs> and then they roll the credits. Yeah, they roll, yeah. You, actually, I'm thinking now, with people with too much spare time on their hands, go and, this is brilliant, Marty, go and, and I'm giving you 40% of the credit, me 60%. Go and Thanks. create now, it's, you know they do the mash- mashups and the editing or the yeah. trailers things? Go and create Postscripts for movies that do this on YouTube. I'm telling you, we've just created a whole yes. new that, genre. That of is the shit. assignment for listeners. Assignment for listeners. Anybody who wants to take it on is, uh, yes, do postscripts for a movie because all you have to get is you pull up a still from the movie. Right, right. You, you put the thing on it. You do a couple of them. Brilliant. And we just gave you some really good ones for Jaws, ending with the mayor. You know, living a long and happy and prosperous reelected life, maybe even becoming governor. I think it's probably the way to go. But you, you decide for yourself. Boy, I would love to see some of those. So on the coda, thumbs up. <laughs> but only as an internet extra. L- long-windedly, thumbs up on the coda. <laughs> um, I can't think, you know, because you, because you popped this on me and I'm, so my mind's erasing, but there's, obviously there have been some other great coda films. I just can't think of them. Maybe the Twitter sphere can uh, can think of some that mm. were great coders. It's catching on. Well, what I thought I'd do is I would now that Twitter sphere is no longer funny and should stop being said. I'm trying to gut it out. You know, James, like you, you're <laughs> yeah. in comedy clubs, you used to do something funny and then it becomes not funny and you yeah. gut that out and it becomes funny again. Yes. Of course, there may be people out there just saying, oh, it was never funny to be in there. Never ever. It wasn't even funny for one second. So I don't know whether we're trying patience <laughs> in a really bad way at this point. So we'll see. Hey, where can people hear the previous podcast we did? Oh, well, they can look it up on, I think it's under the, uh, Jay and Silent Bob, uh, Get Jobs. Get Jobs. Yes. In the archives. The, yes. In the archives yeah. of those pages so, back on like, it was, first it was week, the first or second week of June. Yeah, something, something like that. Like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, who knows if, I mean, right now they're, 
you know, right now they know. They know as much as they might I, need to know. There's some gold there. Yeah, you know? we may, we don't know. We don't, we can't see viewership trends here. There could be a, like a cliff. But if you missed it, there was <laughs> a cliff. <laughs> falling off a cliff. Yeah, Adam Scott. 30 minutes in and everybody was going, we would actually prefer to have a nooner rather than listen to nooner. <laughs> yeah. well, of course you would. Who out there wouldn't? And when is the last time, Marty, you had a nooner? Oh my God. When was the last time I had sex? I, it's <laughs> <laughs> really sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. And, and I, I, actually, everybody I, wants to know when was the last time you had sex. It's I been. Uh, I don't think I've had sex this. Really? Because I did on Sunday in the day. Yeah. No, it wasn't Sunday in the day. Well, I was wondering if you had a new. Actually, it might have been. Yeah, so yeah, anyway. I've had some good daytime sex. That, that's that's a good time to have sex. Uh, yeah, but when? When you were sixteen? I mean, when no, was no, the no, last, no. When was the last time? Uh, it's been a long time. Okay, then clearly one of the mission statements is to get Marty laid. I, I have an internet date tonight. Really? Yeah, I do. Uh, you made a date with the internet. Yes. <laughs> Lots of folks do, so, Marty. Yes, I've got my webcam all lubed up. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, all of us are going to need to take showers after thinking about <laughs> you, you just lubing your entire... Oh, Slathered up. So not- <laughs> we were- Marty, oh, yuck. James, you go. Yes, let's see. My last time was, uh, oh, we did it, uh, three weeks ago, man. Three weeks ago. Right on. So you are, you were, you I'm in a relationship. You have a special someone? Yes, I have a special someone. Okay, that's great. Adorable. Well, let's. Hi, Marilyn. Hey, Marilyn. How are you? And (laughs) glad to hear about the awesome three weeks ago session. Yeah. Yeah. She was uh, like, it's probably going to be a long time until the next one. She's she's like, yeah, it's been three fucking weeks. (laughs) Step it up, James. (laughs) James, step it up. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually don't. I mean, Nooner feels like a pretty. I think that's one of the inspirations why Brad did the theme song that way. Is it does feel it felt an archaic term to like the '60s when like businessmen would go out. It, and that that wasn't a '60s yeah. tune. That was like right. But I mean, it, but I think it also he was right that it even felt even possibly more archaic than that. But in any case, yeah. just the whole idea of Nooner, nooner. maybe it just could sound like crooner. You know, if there's a lot of associations that maybe yeah. led Brad to, we can someday we will have him on the show. Absolutely, Brad Stark was this. Uh, is this a great guy? He was a, a, a legendary DJ on KOSF uh, before uh, USF sold the station out from under everybody and got and oh, sold and, the bandwidth. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know all this tech stuff. They gave away their eight. Well, that's why I'm here. And oh, that's right. I forgot. Asian, great. <laughs> and tech. Um, but uh, yeah, so he he did this in like a day, and without the aid. For those of you who were listening when we were you, we were doing guest hosting, Brad is the one with who I one time drank two bottles of extra strength cough syrup each with and had an amazing 36 hours. So that guy likes to take explorations of the mind and he's certainly uh, awesomely talented as a, as a nooner, the theme song. We hope you liked it. Of course, you know what? We, we are open to positive and negative feedback. So if you thought the song sucked, you know, send us that too. Uh, you know, I mean, you don't have to rush out and, and tweet us that. What have you? Um, but anyway, so, and he also did his first quick stab at it was a kind of a house music thing yeah. that we'll, we'll send you at some point. Maybe we can use that to close out the show. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. Oh, or not. Or not. Um, so what else, Marty? Um, well, I was, where did you meet your boyfriend? Did you meet him on the internet? Well, I, you know what? I don't want to go into it too much, but let's oh. say yes. <laughs> no, but not not in a purient way on, well, on, on I mean, a dating I, website. Right. Yep. I wouldn't. It actually worked out. I, I was not a big believer in those things. In this case, it uh, it worked you out. You know, no. I've been surprised by online dating. I'd, so, oh, that's right. Well, you're having an, okay, kidding aside, 
you met this woman on online? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I've met in the Tell past. Tell us more. Tell well, us more no, about I, the woman you don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but in the past, I, I I went out for a very short while with uh, someone who's on the Daily Show. You know, correspondent. Oh right, Rob Corddry. Yes, yes. Great. He's a bottom. Oh, um, God, Marty, I am doing. I'm producing a television show with him. You cannot. Well, I'm, <laughs> you're not the one who said it. I'm the one who I, said. Well, it. that was a pleasant joke, and now you've got a graphic image for everybody. <laughs> Rob Corddry is a happily married man to a woman. Not that it matters either way, but just but, for the record. During that time. During that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, no, she was great. She had an amazing. Um, is this this woman tonight? No, 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 no. Though I'm talking about the past. Oh, I, I got confused. No, I, I, we were jumping all around in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say I did. Uh, that meant maybe you checked out the, uh, the. You know what? The sound of dogs barking often means that guests are here. That sounds like guests. <laughs> James, where, uh, where did you meet your special someone? Yeah, Marilyn. Uh, Marilyn. Yes, Marilyn. Uh, I met her up in uh, Sacramento, back home. That's that's uh, hometown for me. So uh, it's it's interesting because uh, you know as we talked and got to know each other. She lived, uh, she went to high school and whatnot in, um, Camarillo, Oxnard area. And I actually lived there around that time. Right. I was out of high school. So we've, we've had this kind of same path, but not really met each other. And, and we lived down here and lived all over. And, uh, she was in Texas for a while. I was in, uh, New Mexico. And it all came. So it was parallel lines parallel that now lines are intersecting. That, that finally yeah, intersected. And we met in Sacramento back home. So. Sa- Sacramento's awesome. quite a town. Sacramento. <laughs> oh, sa- why doesn't Sacramento have a song like Chicago or New York? Because it's Sacramento. Because it's Sacramento. It's Sacramento. Yeah. And any song can be put into the nooner. Uh, theme song. Into, yeah, I, yeah, right. I, I, I do love sweet. the river. You know, like, it goes right through the town. It's beautiful. Yeah, I think we talked about that Yes. You do that. We do love the Sacramento River. Good Lord. Does this mean, uh, James, that our guest is here? Oh, good Lord. Let's bring him in. Uh, bring you know, in. folks, well, we can give him time to settle in. No, no, I don't want him to settle ding in. Ding dong. Ding dong. Yeah. Get, get, get his ass in here right now. Oh, there's the doorbell. There it is. Even though he's already inside. Yes. Uh, so, okay, we have a very special guest, which we've been pimping out on the Tweeter sphere this morning. Uh, Martin Starr, who you know from Freaks and Geeks and Party Down and movies like Adventureland and Knocked Up, too numerous to mention, fresh in the studio, putting on his headset, Looking at the microphone, Marty, how are you? Hey guys, <laughs> get right in that microphone. I have to leave right, right now. I have it. another engagement, but really, know what? Our special guest, Martin Starr. Thank you for coming in, Martin. You always say this. Good to see you. And ironically, his name too is Marty. This is going no, to be the source of some confusion. Do people call you Marty? Not a once. Okay, no. so we're going with Martin for you and Marty. Yeah, that's what I. Thought, and his name here's more confusing. His name is Marty. You. That's, Even more confusing. That's not confusing at all. Oh, uh, yeah, you is the Chinese word for star. Uh, <laughs> well, then that really that's does get confusing. That's a complete lie. Can you hear things in that I headset? Yeah, yeah, oh, brilliant. Trying to figure it out. I'm not good with headsets. It's so good to see you because we actually spent uh, uh, the whole weekend together last Don't lie weekend. to people. <laughs> okay, half the weekend <laughs> together. We spent the weekend near each oh, other. Oh, this is when you had your nooner? No. Oh. Hey, do you want to hear our theme song? Oh, shit. Yeah, it's only 15 seconds long. Yeah. We, we just, our friend wrote it and we just really like it. And we'll, can we play it for you? Yeah, yeah. That okay. Sounds great. Right. Okay, great. Can you're going to get so it? sick of this really soon, Dan. When it's time for lunch, you can pick up a spoon or grab your fork body and dig into a Nuna. It's Nuna with Dan and Marty. If you never had a Nuna, well, there's no sooner way. Just bend over at the middle in the middle of the day. It's a Nuna. It's a Nuna with Marty and Dan. 
That's awesome. You know, the, this is the reason I want to play, and I hope it's okay that I mentioned this, is that I know that you have an affection for, for old-time radio programs, yeah. I believe. I love like, them. Yeah. The, yeah. You said you like Fibber McGee and Molly and that sort of thing? or um, I don't know if I ever listened to Fibber McGee and Molly. Because he's yeah. not racist. Yeah. No, no, yeah, it's Amos and Andy. I'm not Marty, you, the racist. Yeah, you actually means racist. Okay. Well, we've got that word. Marty, racist. Marty's. I've got Marty's name song here, I believe. Yeah. Oh, oh my there we go. God. <laughs> yeah, James, I am looking very askance well, at you right I, now. I assume you're Chinese now. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Joey Adams actually put words to that. So, Oh, we will do that sometime yes. when Joey Adams is on the air. But you do, what radio programs do you love? Because I, you, uh, the six shooter was great to tell me, cause I don't know a lot about it. So it was me. with, um, Jimmy Stewart, Jimmy Stewart. And uh, I don't know. His voice is just so perfect for radio. Really, he was he was incredible. And it, it, does it like when you hear it, would you instantly go because we're so familiar with him in movies? Like, oh, that's Jimmy Stewart. That's his voice. Is it the same voice? Or is there a yeah. different? He, I mean, he has like a really sweet, calm demeanor, and he right. plays like um, an older gentleman who goes across the uh, the country, like back in you know cowboy days, right? And uh, and he he always tries to avoid gunfights, but somehow always ends up in them. And he's like. <laughs> He's, uh, this is my problem. He's, well, he's like synonymous with gunfights. That's why it's called the six shooter. That's, that's like his. That's his thing. Yeah. It's like kung fu with guns. You know how like David Carradine right. would say, like, I don't want to have to fight. But he does. And he, so he's put, they pull him back in. Well, he'll yeah, always right. say his name. And then someone will go like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, with the name like six shooter. You're the six shooter. And, then, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> with a little re- resignation yeah, yeah. and regrets. But still, yeah. still enough. A steel that no one's going to screw with him. Right. Yeah. No one ever wants to mess with him. It does. Can you actually, say the f word in, in this? Yeah. We are. But, but we are live. So we, we are can't take live. anything back. Right. But so yes. all the racist Internet comments radio. I've made are out there and stuck. Oh boy. Dan, why are you doing that? <laughs> I, I don't know, Martin Starr. I could not help myself. Uh, so fuck yeah. So, um, does G- does Jimmy Stewart have a name? That's what Anderson, or does he introduce himself as I'm the six, six shooter. shooter, or does he's, he have a name? He's the six shooter. He has a name. I forget what it is at the moment. But, but once they hear it, they go. Yeah. Are there any comedy? Oh, Britt Brit Ponsett is his name. Really? Yep. Good poll. Mm-hmm. Britt Ponsett. That that, that's better than Have Gun Will Travel. I, 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 maybe it's just because I love his voice so right, much. Right, right. I don't know. I, I grew an affinity for it when uh, my dad. My dad decided not to get our TV fixed, and so every <laughs> night, every night on uh, KNX 1070, I would listen for an hour. I think it was from nine to ten, so I always had to be in bed at nine so I could listen to the two programs that they'd air. They air two half-hour programs from nine to ten, right? And uh, and like throughout the year, it would change, but the best were like the Western nights, right? They right. had like comedy nights and they had suspense nights. They played like um, X minus zero or X minus one, maybe is, is that, it called? It I don't know. That. Is don't later know. than you think. Do you ever? What was that? I never saw that. Yeah, no. that doesn't. Um, Marty's in high school. I went the, a semester without watching TV or movies or sex. Um, well, that's most. You of never life. watched sex? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. He has an internet date tonight. Um, He's already been telling hey, us. About that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On Fuego. But yeah, so I would listen money. to radio programs <laughs> instead, and so I listened to a lot of. <laughs> would you say we looked it up on syphilis.com? <laughs> that, that is syphilis. <laughs> for all You're people with syphilis. Unfortunately, <laughs> oh, that's why. <laughs> that's why you have syphilis. It's called syphilis. <laughs> yeah, so I just got. I got a note here. So yeah. Hey, by the way, if you do want to. 
if you want to call, by the way, the, the, the whole call-in thing is sort of new, so I don't want you to be bummed out if nobody calls in, because it's rare that fuck you guys does. for not calling in. Well, if you want <laughs> to. In, in advance, <laughs> fuck all you people. The assumption is in. that anybody's listening. I hate you. <laughs> if anyone, and James, you can fake calling in if nobody comes yeah. in, but it's 855 yes sirs, 855-937-7477. This is your opportunity to talk live. Say, wait, say it again, Star. just just in oh, case. Oh, sure. 855 Yes, sirs. 855-937-7477. I know. Calling you fucking idiots. There you go. Just joking around. I, I, uh, I'm making a joke. Yeah, just, a, just, a, just a funny, but we can't take it back because it's live. That's it. Wait, can, can we take that back? Can we go? Yeah, back? yeah, we can. Re- we actually can oh. snip that out. We're on a twenty-second delay. Thanks, James. Yeah. Unlike that guy on. Did you see the guy on? Or you hear about the guy on MSNBC who called the president a dick, like a well-known kind of a commentator, kind of a dick. Oh, uh, yeah. Mark Halpern, who's a very well-known journalist. <laughs> yeah. And guy. and he said uh, they asked him about the like, press conference. You did your sexy voice. Yeah, yeah that was a sexy. Voice. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> does that does the president turn you on? Yeah. I, he does <laughs> me as well. He does me as well. The president is kind <laughs> of a dick. A dick. A dick. A dick. Um. Yeah. It was, they said, what do you think of the president? He said, well, is there a, is there a delay? And then, but then he, they said, yeah, go for it. And he said, well, I thought he was kind of a dick. But then everybody was shocked, and the executive producer missed the delay button. So the president was kind of a dick, went out live on MSNBC in the morning. Accidentally missed. On purpose. Yeah. And then he came back with an apology. A huge apology that Jon Stewart did a great bit on, because they had this guy sitting next to him staring at him going, what the fuck? Did you just say yeah. the yeah. whole time? Say you're sorry. Apology. Say you're sorry. Mean it. Mean it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's probably a new low in discourse. But apparently this journalist is a good guy that everybody likes. So the White House is kind of secretly saying... Yeah, yeah, just don't do it again. It reminds me of all the subtext of that Bill O'Reilly interview. Yes. That's kind yeah. of what Bill O'Reilly was saying the entire time he yes. interviewed uh, Obama during oh, yeah. the Super Bowl. Yep. Was, you're kind of a dick. I, yeah. I think you're a dick. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I wish Obama had said, you know what, you're kind of acting like a dick to me. I maybe, But maybe he made the right play. And, well, you know what, you're never going to convince, like, I'm a, yeah, being a never, progressive. I'm never going to, you're never going to convince you that Sean Hannity isn't anything but an asshole. And... And a, and a blowhard. And by the way, and I, like, I, I don't know if he's listening. I have a, I have a fantastic friend named Ned Lilly out in Virginia. Great guy. Republican libertarian. Likewise, I am never going to be able to convince him that, say, Rachel Maddow is anything but a, a, a bullshit mouthpiece for the left. So there's the, the people she's are not hot, gonna, I think. She is kind of hot. Yeah. And you're even, gay and you think she's I hot. I know. That's the thing. I mean, did I just out you in front of everyone? Oh, Jesus, Martin, <laughs> we're live. God damn it. I told you. <laughs> Can't put the toothpaste back in the toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a tooth. No, we, we, we've even talked about Marty and I, who's straight. Marty's straight. Wait, you don't have to keep nude shower wrestling together <laughs> like, during the LA like, Riots. It's, Wait, you guys nude shower during the LA riots. Yeah, we just ended up like a woman in love, Alan Bates, Oliver Reed thing in the shower. But you guys are different races. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're right. It, you're right. So it was illegal then, but right. fortunately, thank you, New York. It's legal now. Because of the riots, yeah, they were like, yeah. starting the racial harmony, <laughs> yes, the rebuilding exactly. early. We we did get along that night, Marty. So little uh, Ronnie King humor. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Good night. Um, hey. so, so how was Austin? Yeah, it's great. What was your opinion of it? I loved it. I had an amazing time. Was it sold out? For many reasons. Um, It was completely sold out, but somehow there were like 13 seats that were not filled. Maybe it was just sort of people who bought the ticket and came in at different times or left or... Maybe they couldn't. I noticed on both, uh, because we did two Q&As, one after the first season, one after the second season. 
and uh, there was there was three seats I remember in the middle that were empty Never the entire right. time. That, and I think maybe that sucks. You almost it, walked, right? It, it, yeah, I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> you this. did throw the microphone down. Who was sitting there? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we should take a moment to say because this is like thank you, Alamo Draft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. T- Tim, Tim, Tim League and John Tim Gross and, and Tim and Carrie. Yeah, and and Henry and and Brandy to the PR. Just yeah. everybody there is so cool, and the. And I, and this is going to also sound bullshit, but it's not. The fans there were just the coolest bunch of people. We, yeah. we had, we went to a party with them the night before and then a, and then a drinks with them the night after. Yeah. And they were just genuinely like low key, but interested and interesting. And it's that a little was overwhelming at times. Yeah. But, but overwhelming in a way I feel that like, felt good. Yeah. I feel like if we had the opportunity to do that again. Maybe we'd set up like a, a table so we could sign everything and like meet everybody oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. individually. Cause I think right. everyone was so scared to come up and talk to us. That they all, they, they were like ashamed to be there because we were there to hang out with each other. We didn't know any of these people and we weren't walking around as maybe we should have. That's what I was thinking bad of. I sat in the corner and it wasn't that I was trying to be standoffish. I just thought, well, I'll just be here and kind of get a lay of the land because I was feeling a little anxious yeah. with a lot of people. And I, and I should have gone out and mingle because every time I met somebody, they were super cool. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyway. We had a good time, and I think people there did. There was this Neil Diamond cover band called the Diamond Smugglers. Well, they were incredible. Yeah, weren't they? They they get together every few years. They used to play a lot, like in Rob Thomas's parties here in L.A., and they were on Veronica Mars, but they're in Austin. He'd fly them out. Yeah. he's a yeah. quadrillionaire. Well, well, oh, that's a <laughs> word, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, oh, it yeah. is. But they made it up just for Rob. Quadrillionaire. Should we give out Rob's home address Rob live it? on the air right now? I think now? it's called a Rob Billionaire. <laughs> a Rob Billionaire. No, let's just give out his bank account number. <laughs> We've got it all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. CEO so did a fun barbecue. Uh, Ryan Hansen was diving off the end and really almost cut it, broke his head open. What, uh, four times? No. Once? You know what? He did a back, he did two backflips off that big wall. Yeah. He's, ac- he's acrobatic. Um, yeah, he's a sexy bitch. Yeah. And your pal, your pal cousin Taylor from Kansas. Yep. Yeah. Right on. Taylor Dietz. Yeah. They have a good time. That's his last name. Yeah. It's kind of convenient, isn't it? It's spelled like Diet Z. So a little harder instantly to pronounce, but yeah. Yeah. People are like Diets. <laughs> Diets. <laughs> so, but you had a personally had a good time. I mean, I loved me. it. Yeah. I had such an amazing time. Yeah. I, I feel like we're all so fortunate to have been a part of that thing, and yeah. and now it's it's celebrated. I don't, uh, none of us, I don't think. Expect, I mean, did you expect this to happen? I I, I knew that we had a a, a nice little cult thing yeah. when it was going on, and I think we were mentioned this briefly earlier. I think thanks to Netflix. Like I, I think more people are watching it right now than we're ever watching it on. Literally the air, right now. Right this That's second. why they're not calling in. Because <laughs> <laughs> their their version of a nooner is watching yeah. Party Down. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, that may sound like a lot of self congratulatoryness from us to anybody out there, but I'm happy for you to take a look at my resume, and I've done an awful lot of things that weren't that good. So I, so yeah. I, I'm, I am, I am first to sit there have been peaks. Party Down, Veronica Mars, a couple of movies in there have been valleys as in all right. careers. So I don't want to sound like um, I'm like, boy, everything. There have been orgasms and depressions throughout his career. <laughs> Mostly depressions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really sad orgasms. <laughs> long, long valleys. Depressed orgasms. <laughs> Those are the worst. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, I wish I hadn't had that. This show's giving me so much money orgasm. <laughs> you know what? I've never had that. I did Party Down. Uh, oh, <laughs> no. Me too. <laughs> were were a lot of fans like screaming out Roman quotes to you? No. 
Really? Oh, that's Pretty good. subdued, yeah. That's good. I don't know if you saw this, but because I... Because it is one of the most quotable characters. But people yeah. would ask me a lot if I liked hard sci-fi, and I feel bad looking them dead in their eyes and saying, um, definitely not as much as you do. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's I think it's a good quip. I think it's a good way to like... Yeah, well, because I can't though. say no. Right. I right. actually, I you know, I, I don't have any qualms with hard sci-fi or soft sci-fi. I, uh, I like everything. But, <laughs> but that's, that's people don't want to hear you've that. Offended no one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> idea, it's like uh, music. I could listen to any kind of music and be happy. I'm that way. A bit of a sponge. Um, yeah, it's funny. In the whole time we did party down, I never actually asked your opinion on sci-fi. I think maybe I, I initially, since we didn't know each other at all, mm-hmm. I maybe confused you and Roman a little bit too much. Yeah. And now I know that Roman is much more of a dick. Yeah. And yeah, a little like bit. Crazy. A little bit. Higher yeah, now, yeah, yeah. During the, the filming of it, like the, the whole season shot before it aired, right? Yep. Both, so both seasons. During yep. the first season, like, was there a point where you're like, this is going to be good? I think we felt really good about it. And especially at the end of the first season, I think we felt like we, we worked ourselves up into like a nice, we found a really nice pace and way of working together and a, and a good chemistry amongst the group but we all knew each other prior so the chemistry was easy i think we just kind of we really got on a roll towards the end of the first season even though i think my favorite one of my favorite episodes of the first season is uh the second or the third episode the the um the one with ed begley oh yeah and, senior uh, singles that senior i think singles. that's the first one where it just everything yeah. came together it really hit uh, that, that was at the american legion right yep. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. just Highlands. down the road yep. yeah. mm-hmm. and that pot scene is amazing yeah that, just that, adam passing yes. the weed and like he's and it's no the reason you can't it, do just, it like, on, takes it back yeah. and smokes more was incredible that, awesome. and you can't do it on network you can't like that's the thing i loved about the stars is because there's there's so much space in that scene and i think it works you know like it there's no Oh, paste that up. Oh, cut to it. It yeah. really just sits there and breathes, but I think still yeah. holds the screen. And that's a testimony to like everything coming together, the writing, their acting, the yeah. directing and all of it. And everything in, uh, uh, of mine got cut out of that episode, but I'm glad Adam's stuff got to breathe. That was, that was good. Because <laughs> I was those, like, those um, empty silences where pedaling, comedy could have. And I was just, pedaling. I was counting second by second of my shit that just got edited out as you guys were. Ooh, but deciding. Adam needs to breathe a little more. Well, I think, <laughs> now, how, how much improv did, did you guys do? Like, uh, I think we did a lot of improv. There wasn't enough time to put it all together. They had uh, 48 hours. From the time of uh, finishing an episode, they had forty-eight hours of editing to get a cut. Yeah. So, so there wasn't a lot of time. But so, but everything is scripted. Pretty much everything in the show, I'd say, it's ninety percent scripted. Like, yeah. like, how does it compare to the league? Because you know, the league is a similar show. It's a little irreverent. It's very funny. A lot of funny people on it. Uh, yeah, when really I worked on the people. league, it was um, it was different. It was a different style. It wasn't as written at all. There wasn't. Um, I feel like I got ideas more than scripts. Right. They, uh, like we, we would, um, I mean, I did, uh, only one episode so far, but they, I, I bid on, a, on an auction. Right. I paid to be on the league, just so everyone knows. <laughs> and, uh, the money went to a good cause. Well worth it. And I had a good time working on the show. I didn't make I my did money back. But, but you, but you needed to get uh, your, your health insurance, right? right. And so you had to join my health insurance. insurance. So and it's a tax write off, so. Um, and, and, uh, and so I went on and, uh, they, the, the way that it all works is that there's kind of like a paragraph for the scene, for the objective of that whole thing for each character. Right. And, and then you, um, it seemed like we we Im- improvised our way through it, and they th- they pitched out ideas, and everyone was kind of involved, and we'd kind of work out the scene a couple times in rehearsal, and then it would be fairly set, and we'd have a little room to 
a little wiggle room. Sounds it sounds like I think we would have loved to have had that on Party Down. That sounds like kind of an, a really lovely way to work because you both have. John's such an amazing mm. specific writer, right. though. I, it's right. it's fun to find his voice, and he he found such a, an amazing voice in each of the characters that he really did. I I like the way that um, Party Down turned out for mm. sure. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that because it was always so, you know a bit of a. A regret and some early on, not tension, but like how, you know, it'd be cool if we had more room for improv, but I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. that it, that but it yeah, I mean, uh, especially it. with people like Jane Lynch and, sorry. Right. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. No, you're the guest. He's going to be here forever. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But like, hey, fuck you, Marty. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you fucking white people. <laughs> Always stepping on the yellow man. Oh, dear Lord. You wow. said it, not I. Don't play the wow. theme again. I, I, I looked at the button. Push no, I, say I, I know. Push play, James. Push play. Push play. You know you want to. You know you want to. Oh, damn it. You know you want to. But basically, you get everything on, on the page first. And just yeah, surprise, yeah, I mean, surprise us with it at some point, James. Yeah, some awful place that really gets us <laughs> in picketed. Um, so, what, what are you up to now? I, what, what are you? Are you? Uh, are you? Are you doing another gig right now? We didn't even talk about it. We didn't have a lot of time to talk about it. Uh, I didn't know this was the Hollywood podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. If you know, but you're writing, and you and and if there had been a party down season three and four. I think we'd sort of hope that you might. Write I would. A I would have absolutely written an episode. Mm-hmm. I think that we tried to work it out in the second season, and the way that it was pitched, um, because you guys had. Yeah, um, that, that, I mean, that's exactly there, there right. were so few episodes, and, and John needed. I mean, because Stars wasn't paying. Yeah, as much anybody. As, yeah, yeah, and it, anybody. Yeah, but um, no, it really. But, you know, you're right. It came but, down to. But they John was putting in so much yes. time and effort, and he absolutely deserved the right if he had the time and the effort to continue to make to write every episode. That was sort he of how he got he compensated been, for his yeah, yeah round the he clock work been the, on it. Yeah. The first, the first guy, because yeah, you guys yeah. weren't making much as producers, and then uh, they tried to work out a deal where. They were going to let me write the eleventh episode. I don't know if you even know about this. It, no, this is. This is um, yeah. They were like, "Oh, well, well." This is what Stars came back with. They were like, "Oh, we'll let you write the eleventh episode of the first season, and then if it's good, we'll. We, it's possible that it'll oh. swap out. So then everyone would get paid and everything would work out. And uh, and then they ended up uh, canceling us. Indi- Indian giving <laughs> another another racist comment. Um, hey, leave the oh, racism to me. All right, you know the, the Indians gave us uh, <laughs> cornmeal and then took it back. <laughs> is that, is that the, uh, so is we, that the source of that? I've never so really understood the, country. the source of that legend. <laughs> and then slaughtered them. Damn you for taking our cornmeal back. <laughs> um, we were so hungry for what is cornmeal, by the way. Well, it's uh, no, no. no it, I was that was like the white man saying to the Indian. Oh, sorry. So what is? I was I was very literal in that moment. Well. Martin, let me tell you about cornmeal. Number <laughs> seven, and I know Thanks, cornmeal. You I, use it in the bedroom, don't you? I do. I do for my nooner. You don't have to worry about yeast infections because vaginas aren't involved. No, thankfully. I mean, not thankfully. I mean, I have great, great respect for the female vaginas? reproductive organ. Vaginas, uh, they're called. Can you not say it? I what? What are the? I it's vagina. Mm, yeah. No. I, it, but I'm look. It's lovely. I love women. Vagina. It's not, you're lying. You're lying. What? That's ridiculous. All right, vagina. Um, uh, So, what are you writing? (laughs) What are you writing? Uh, I'm writing a script with my good friend and colleague, Charlene Yee. Oh, Oh, Charlene. Play it, play it. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, No. I know Charlene very well. Uh, Oh, do you? Yeah, she, uh, when she first started uh, her (laughs) stand-up, it was out in Ontario. Yeah. 
and I was the sound guy on Ontario at the Improv. Oh, awesome! I remember you from. I think you didn't you? I may have either Fontana or Ontario. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, We've we've known each other for a long time. That's right. I, I recognize you now. Uh, I mean, I, I've recognized you before, but I, personally now yeah. I'm seeing. I, I remember. Yeah, she played. She did the Lovitz once too. Now I'm at the Lovitz. So oh, okay. Uh, she she came there and did it. once. Yeah, she's a good ama- friend. She's of amazing. Ours. Yeah, she's, she's a awesome. sweetheart. Um, so we wrote, uh, I mean, it's taken us forever. We're really slow writers, but, and I put the blame on me. Sorry, Charlene. I put the blame on me, but, uh, we wrote the first draft of a script and now we're working on the second draft. And then I think we're going to give it out to a few friends and get some notes. It's that damn rewrite. It, the rewrite is, uh, well, it's hard to get the finish the script, but the rewrite is even harder to take a really, but to come back to it like two years later, which is how long I think it's taken us to get back to it or maybe a year later and love it. And see all the potential in it. Like we wrote it kind of for ourselves. So I think at the very beginning, it says like, you know, this is Jonathan Apomatox, and uh, he's 27 motherfucking years old. And we were like, well, we should probably take that out when we <laughs> give it to people. But we were just writing it and like making each other laugh through the entire writing process. Right. So they're like little uh, quips, like yeah, that, yeah, that are, yeah, yeah. And it, sometimes those speed the read along for and, the for the fresh eyes. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so Do you see it on like fun. the scale of something like Paper Hearts or Transformers um, Three or I Transformers think it would, Three? I think it would need uh, not Transformers Three. <laughs> Transformers <laughs> Two, maybe. <laughs> uh, it's not Transformers Three. It's like uh, it, I mean, it's hard to gauge it because it's um, a bit of a period piece. It's set yeah. in the seventies. And uh, set in 1970, exactly. So, I don't know. I do love me some 70s. Yeah. So, I'd be excited um, if it got made. So, we're working on the second draft of that, and then I'm working with a very talented man, uh, writer by the name of uh, Barry Blaustein. We started. Oh. I pitched him an idea, and he really liked it. Did he write it. Kingpin, or I'm out of my mind? He wrote, I don't know if he wrote Kingpin. I haven't read all of his credits. Okay. Um, he did write Coming to America. Oh, yeah. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. And wildly successful movie. Yeah. yeah. And he's, uh, he's Wait, a, didn't he worked on SNL. Wait, did that do that? Oh, uh, well, I think Art, I don't know. Art <laughs> yeah, Buckwell was involved, yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Right, so, no, no, no. Yeah. He just, he just And then, uh, oh. and then. I also, we also, uh, Eugene and I, Eugene Levy and I, um, right. pitched a show and had a, we had a blind deal at CBS and then, uh, and we hired a writer, but we worked very consistently with him through every step of the process. So we w- worked the story with him and then he wrote it because CBS didn't trust, you know, someone as, um, underdeveloped as Eugene Levy to write something. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, hopefully he'll come into his own someday because yeah. well, God, I hope. You know that I mean because I yeah, well this is probably many people out there but like I, first watching him on you know staying up and watching SCTV when I was ten or whatever it was was the badge of cool honor at the time like yeah. sure Saturday Night Live awesome and staying up but SCTV was where it's at so I mean I'm a Eugene Levy fan forever he's amazing you would love him he's such Great a guy. sweet guy yeah yeah it's always nice when you hear that like people you've admired for their work are good people yeah because that's not always the case his whole family. kind of an oh go ahead oh what his whole family's awesome oh really this, well, I that extends up, to the levy family no, i mean it, it all yeah. well, they're canadian uh, so it's obvious oh oh, oh my god canadian say. oh jesus happy canada oh, day yes that's right canada oh boy. yeah happy canada day yeah oh, to everybody canada. to all our canada oh. listeners Melvin, mm. uh, I'm sorry, Marty just made a uh, masturbation No, I was, I was doing that. Oh. He was like, yeah, fuck Marty, Canada. Jesus Christ, <laughs> how many people are you going to offend? Marty, we disagree with you. Yes. Marty, we do not agree with your politics. I'm going to get to everyone uh, by the end of this. We, uh, <laughs> wheelchair people well, suck. Uh, look, to, to the citizens of Canada, 
we wish you a happy Canada Day. I happy wonder if there is a food stuff uh, for Canada Day, like poutine. You know, we, yeah, poutine. Seriously, is like uh, I, I would, mean, is that what you do on Canada Day? No, nah, if you're in Quebec, maybe. I think we're going to get into whole like separate Quebec separatism and things. Well, like that. We it's, a, it's a different issue. world. They're, uh, it's like the French quadrant. Right. I just don't want to like get. I want to be divisive on day one of nooner. You know, we'll I don't want divisive. to lose whole all of Canada in the day, in day one. Well, what do, what do the gay people eat on Canada Day? <laughs> I feel that we could just all let uh, a silence yeah, answer that. Really <laughs> yeah, what do they eat on Pride? Pride and then, uh, and it, weirdly enough, I think it is gay Pride up in Toronto because Malcolm Ingram, our pal, who also has a a show on here called Blowhard. Uh, he is a huh, interesting name. Malcolm Ingram. Oh, Blowhard. Yes. And so, yes, he's uh, celebrating both Canada Day and I bet you listen Pride. to that show. Rude. What? No, I just... true. Yeah. You do. I you do. do I do it. because I, Malcolm is a pal, not because right. I have to survey every single gay thing out there in the whole universe. Oh, I didn't even say anything about... Is it Although, is it gay? I is do survey anyway? most gay everything in the universe. All right. So yeah. you just went back on your word. Yep, I know. <laughs> Live on the air. Can, can we take that back? <laughs> Delay that. Delay that. that. I do not survey. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, it's, you know, it's Specifically, let's see my Canadian friends, Malcolm Ingram, Patrick Adams, who's starring on Suits right now in USA Today, and Enrico Contoni from Veronica Mars. That's pa- my Canadian. Patch Adams is Canadian? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's going to be so pissed that you called him. <laughs> he fucking hates being called that. <laughs> oh, boy. Wait, Patch Adams. He was going to be on the show. Patrick, Patrick J. Adams, who. Patch J. Adams. Star- is he? God damn it. I didn't know he was Canadian. Uh, he is. He I, is. Well, maybe I did know, and I just you know, forgot. or you know what? Maybe they're not supposed to know that we have really screwed uh, his working. Oh uh, shit! Thing. Okay, but yeah. So anyway, to, to all you guys, happy Canada Day. Hey, happy Canada Day. It only happens once a year. <laughs> oh Canada! Canada. Does anyone know the rest of it? Da, da, Marty. Da, da, no, that's what I was. I, Canada. I apologize, Marty. Da, you both a seething racist and a xenophobe. Yeah. And all this is coming out of the first thing, Nooner. I didn't think Nooner was going to be, okay, there's me, and there's you just making, like, off-color, horrible comments about people of the creeds, orientations, nations. You were making a comment on him when you said off-color. I was. Because yellow. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Nooner, the racist podcast. (laughs) Well, at least we found our branding. Wake up at 11.59 and join us for the racist podcast, Nooner. (laughs) Two hours of seething eugenicists. (laughs) That's going to be the name of my band, the seething eugenicists. Or my fantasy football team. Do you know what the, you know what the, the seething eugenicist? You don't have a fantasy football team. Oh, yeah. No, I, I fucking love fantasy football. Really? I, I, I tried to get into it one two, year. Two Why? Weeks. And because uh, it's fantastic. I mean, if you love fo- because football, it's fantastic. Do. Well, because it's fantastic. Yeah, everyone. It's like burning out. I love it. No, because <laughs> if you love football like I do, and I know that's a contradiction, but I love it, and uh, then it lets you love all the games that are going on. The name of my team, and I, like I can say this. If I were naming the team now, I wouldn't name it this. Well, when I named it five years ago, the big hard penises. Be- better, I named it oh. the faggots. Now I know that wow. that's real, but I can say that being. <laughs> the reason is, is because oh. I wanted it to be. I was kind of using the word to bully back. You know, like all right, you know, it's a kind of sense of like, okay, yeah, this faggot's going to kick your ass in football. That's how much of a faggot I am. If, do, that's that's. Is the there gay rap that. out there where they drop the <laughs> f bomb? Uh, no, but it, like, it, it, but I, but all my f. Yeah, I know what you mean. There should be. Will you start yeah. some up? You could. You're a man of many. So I've heard you do um, rap out at the out at a com at Largo that time. Yeah, yeah. And it was pretty genius. So yeah, it's called the faggots. And then I I won the Super Bowl. Uh, I think a year or two years. Oh. Um, so yeah, those I'm faggots pretty, won the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they topped the entire league. 
<laughs> Thank you for coming. <laughs> it's our main. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, if I were naming them now, I think I would say like, okay, that's a little passe. Everybody kind of, I don't need to like repossess the word faggot to, yeah. uh, you know, armor myself against barbs. So I probably would name it now the seething eugenicists. Wait. You know, uh, Pat, uh, you you've worked with Patrick Adams, right? Patch Adams, yeah. And do, 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 do you do you call him that? Do you call him Patrick Adams? I did. I did. He's going to be. He actually did like Facebook say hello this morning. So there's a chance he's listening, and right now he is pissed. Hey, Patch. Oh, boy. You called him that when you worked with him? Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. Oh. See, it's, it's cool with yeah, them. Yeah, he seems to every, well, really... You know, you know there's that funny smile when you say something and someone goes, they kind of laugh politely. And then there's the like, touch of like the chin tightens up a little Did bit. Did you see his chin tighten I, up I think when his you chin said that? tightens no? up a little bit. Um, no. <laughs> what did, what did you, wait, what did you work with him on? I, I'm blanking. Uh, we did a movie called, uh, we did a movie with a man named Blaine Weaver called Six Month Rule. Oh. Didn't you come and see a screening of it? I don't think so. And you, you have like a lead role in that, right? Uh, did I? I'm like, uh, I'm like the best friend, but it's pretty, uh, pretty, no, I didn't. You didn't see, did you see? No, it? no, I didn't see. It. It's like, uh, can we on the Netflix? Well, the, it, it kind of is like a bromance. So it kind of becomes, there's like three main roles, and I suppose right. I was one of them. That's pretty cool. Well, he's a great guy. Uh, wait, was Ryan it's Devlin It's not the in size of the part. No. It's, no, Ryan Devlin. Um, wait, I don't know why. I, that name Ryan, sounds familiar. Yeah, I thought maybe you know him because like all those guys hang out together. Yeah, he's not in there. Like Ryan Hansen and Ryan Devlin and Patrick Adams. Anyone named Ryan. Any, all Ryans. Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest is a big part of that group. <laughs> how, how did it, when, when's it coming out? Is it? Um, I don't know. I think they're still trying to hit um, festival cir- circuit festival circuits. Dave Foley. Dave Foley, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, I think that you didn't just know that. You're looking that up. Didn't you? Yeah, I did my work beforehand. I knew that he, they worked. I, I did he, my work beforehand. He has I, a great memory. He's Asian. <laughs> <laughs> don't. I looked at you, James. Don't do it. Dan, why did you do that after you told James not? To? I know. Damn me! It's my split personality. You know what I'm looking at is I'm. Lo- I keep, you know, maybe Martin, you've noticed we, I keep looking over your shoulder. Yeah, I don't if, know if we've bu- if we've unbusied the phones because some. Uh, I, that's ex- what I Adam think the Wells is. on uh, Twitter says he's been trying to call in. That's what I think is because I know there's no way nobody call in, and I'm looking in? over at those lines. Is is a is a engineer uh, James yeah, Smith around? Left. We're gonna try to clear this up because I've been looking at the. There's a phone behind you, and I can tell. I think that the lines are ringing busy. Uh, Oh, you mean I was I was supposed to hit that <laughs> Where it says I'm busy? Hit it. Oh, and I don't hit it with my finger because it's not no, a touchscreen. No, no, I no, use no. the yeah. mouse. You're figuring wow. this out. You should have let me Oh, my that. God. I, okay. Thank you for waiting for one hour, everyone. The phone lines are now open uh, at 855-Y-E-S-S-I-R-S. <laughs> Leave it to the white man to fuck up something Jesus so Christ. simple. People out there, I, if you were trying to call in, I am so... Sorry, I tell you what, I'm going to send you a free Blow date. Job. I was going to say date with Marty Yu, which would entail that. Uh, <laughs> it's a, How do you I send blowjobs across the country, Dan? It's like blowing a kiss. Oh, you just send them? No, they do have like these uh, new... Yeah, I don't want to simulate that. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm actually fairly sure my mom is listening, so yeah. I'm not going to go down that road. I think she's that... thought about you with penises around your face. Dude, often. I swear to God, my mom is probably listening, and you've just put an indelible <laughs> I, I image. Interesting fact. <laughs> oh, look, we actually have two calls. Wait, let's let, get let, off. Wait, no, wait, we're getting off the mom business. I know I haven't. Yeah, let's get off your mom, because I just... This is going to be very embarrassing for her. You you have worked with Martin's mom more than he has. That is right. 
Booyah! No, actually, that's not true. Okay, that's not true. You worked with her twice. I worked with her twice. Yeah, Uh, Mom's in Party Down, and then the movie The Good Doctor I produced last year with Orlando Bloom. Another pimp! Okay, not Orlando Bloom. I mean me pimping the movie. Okay, one call dropped off, so I'm answering this one. Uh, I I hope this works. Uh, Caller, can you hear me? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. All right. All right. Well, sorry if you were trying to call it earlier. You're live on the air with Dan, Marty the Racist, and Martin Starr, who's what, not a racist. What's your name and where are you from? Um, I'm Wyatt from uh, Island Park, Michigan. Sweet. Nice. Wow. How, how's Michigan? You're far away. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Where? Wait, did we speak? We didn't speak to you. No. That, okay, no. Because there was a guy from Michigan last time. Where is... <laughs> there, there are only two guys in Michigan. I'm, I'm just, looking at Michigan in my head, person. and it's like a thumb, isn't it? Where in the thumb is Long Long? Do you say Long Island? Where did you say in no. Michigan? No. Allen Park? Allen Park. Where'd you, where in Michigan? That's like uh, right towards the bottom. Like at the bottom of the thumb. Sweet. Bottom of the thumb. Bottom of the thumb. All right. Well, uh, Wyatt, thanks. I'm sorry if we kept you waiting because I'm an idiot and didn't press unbusy yeah, phone calling. lines. Um, yeah, right. So that I take total blame for that. But, Did you but, have a question about homosexuality? For no, no, that's not or the topic today. Do you have anything a, for a Martin about Star? Rice <laughs> or Marty? Preferably for Martin Star. Let's let Wyatt speak for himself. Wyatt. Um. Well, I loved the show Freaks and Geeks. It was pretty awesome. Oh, thanks. And, and, uh, yeah, is there a follow-up, or is that uh, we do like praise, but uh, that's pretty much it. Oh, great! You know, it's yeah. interesting that 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 from Freaks and Geeks came a huge wealth of screenwriters. Were you like all there? Like, I'm going to be a screenwriter. No, I but am. said less, less. No, I think I got bored waiting around. Right. Because like a lot John, of free time. John Daly's got his why? movie coming out. Were you saying something? Why? Yeah. Did you have anything to say? Why? Uh, I don't know. I thought you were asking me a question. Uh, no, you know what? And now it's like the phone lines are lighting up. So thanks for the the props on Martin's behalf. Thanks, Wyatt. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you later, Wyatt. All right. Uh, keep, keep it real. Yeah, keep, keep, I'm sorry. Keep it keep it real. That's our slogan for the yeah. sup today. Okay. Uh, <laughs> next caller, you're on the air. Really sorry if you were waiting. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, where, when tell him Steve Dave going to be on? <laughs> yeah, great, great question. Great question. Uh, we just get I, I don't called? actually know the, the you son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the you guys list. are boring. Uh, I don't know. I, you know what? I don't know. Those are great. There's guys, a website, but you'll have to I look think. that up. Yeah. Uh, but they are awesome. They have a great, they Check have a the website. Check out smodcast.com. Yeah. Man. All right, man. Thanks All for right, calling. Thanks, Cheerio. <laughs> and go that was awesome. Fuck yourself. <laughs> that was, awesome. I mean, we really like the tell him Steve Dave does. And they're better at this than we are, but just joking. That was, yeah, tough stuff. Okay. K caller, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Tim from San Diego. Sweet. Sweet. Love San Diego. Yeah, Ryan Hansen's from there. Yeah, we did Veronica Mars down there for three years. What's up, Tim? Oh, God. Uh, not much. I just wanted to, well, one, thank you, Dan, because I actually contacted you like a year ago and wrote a research paper on you for my film class. Dude, that's right. I, I remember that. You got an A? That's sweet. Yeah. That's well, fantastic. Was it, what was, it, was a paper just on Dan? Yeah, because like every film, like every I go to a community college film school, so it's not that great. And, yeah, uh. That's what you make of it. Yeah, but like everyone was gonna write it on Quentin Tarantino, and I was like, I don't wanna write it on Quentin Tarantino. I, I, I will say so, that's the most flattering thing I think it's ever said. Yeah. I, I don't want to write on Quentin Tarantino. I'm going to write on Dan Etheridge. I you do gotta think send that us a copy of it. Me. Can, can yeah. you, Tim, can you send us a copy of it? 
Yeah, sure. Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah, just send it to uh, – it's No, the, you probably have – he probably he knew me on Facebook, I think, right? right well, so you can send you can, him on Facebook. Yeah. Right? Or noonerpodcast at gmail. Oh, that's right. We do, have a, we do have an email address, noonerpodcast at gmail.com. So you can send it to us. send that out. So you got an A. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, did, were there any and other comments yeah, you, or was it a bewildered uh, – It was – on the question, on the paper, wrote, uh, I don't know who this is, but very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people don't know who Millard Fillmore is, but he's a very interesting yeah, right. president. It, he was not an interesting president. Was your, uh, was, was your professor the last guy that just fucking called? <laughs> 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 you know what? It, the thing is, is that that's exactly what I would expect the professor to write. But clearly, you wrote the shit out of it anyway. Yeah. It sounds like maybe you made me far more interesting than I am because you got an A, uh, but yeah, that's, that's I'd give awesome. your life like a B minus. I know Mar- Marty's been around for most of my life, and I'll, I'll accept that grade right now. Marty. I'll accept <laughs> that grade. Uh, so, what's next for Tim? Uh, not, paper? Nothing really. <laughs> so wait a second. The A on the Dan Ethers paper that I, I, I got an A on my paper. I'm ready to die. He peaked. Yeah. He peaked with the A. <laughs> well, uh, I'm okay. the right of 22. I got an A on a paper that Dan Ethers. Tim, so, don't do it. You've got so much to live for. And trust me, this is a valley in in, uh, in many peaks. I'm waiting for the rapture. Never came. <laughs> Just think about all the masturbation you're missing out on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that 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 should keep them going. That's why I haven't killed myself yet. <laughs> well, Tim, I, I, good to hear from you, and I'm glad that that worked out. And uh, thanks for making me feel like uh, actually somebody who's done something in the industry by writing a paper on me. No re- problem. And uh, yeah. are any of you going to be at Comic-Con this year promoting anything? Um, uh, we have no. <laughs> I think, uh, are you going? I, I think I might be. Oh, yeah? I, don't, um, I know that I can go. I don't know if I'm going to be working and, and available to go, but there is a, for Adult Swim or? a show I did for Adult Swim called NTSF SDSUV. Oh, that's hilarious. With Paul Shear <laughs> and John Stern. Oh, yeah. Um, it was incredible. So, I don't know if I'll be able to go, but I know that they were going to do a big campaign there. You guys shot that last year, right? Or? Uh, earlier this year. Yeah. And oh, when, wow. when does it, it airs? I have no idea. Uh, well. I'm not, I don't work on the programming department. <laughs> <laughs> but, but where, where were you two? What would your best stab at it be? Tomorrow. <laughs> All episodes. Keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> no ads. <laughs> well, Tim, thanks much for the call. And, uh, you know, maybe you'll see Martin down in San Diego. We don't know, but hopefully so. Yeah. And if you do, maybe give him a copy of my paper. That way he'll remember. Yeah. Okay. Right. And I'll write an A on it and then hand it back to you. <laughs> and say, who, who is this? Yeah. <laughs> or you so, just add a plus. <laughs> a plus yeah. to the A that's oh, yeah. already there. Why didn't you do your paper on Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> <laughs> like the assignment said. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Tim, well, thanks, thanks so much, calling. man. And good luck to you. Have a good time at Comic-Con. Bye-bye. Right. Now, what is your guys' feelings about Comic-Con? Like, I've like never it. been. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great. Amazing. It's amazing. Have, have I, has anyone here gotten an email about Quentin Tarantino in the last 72 that hours? Sounds, that sounds like the question you ask when you've been invited to a party and you want to know right, if right. a friend has been right. also invited. <laughs> Are you going to that party? What's going on? Do you have anything going on? I may time? have uh, forwarded you an email. I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it from you. What was the email? I, I don't think I should talk about it right now. Well, it's a good thing. I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would say honor that instinct because I know that you 
you have a wide range of things you do think well, is okay I, to say, so clearly this must be something pretty fucked up. I don't know that I care that much, but I just feel like uh, you guys probably would feel bad if I said this. Okay, let's not send it to now. Here, I'll show you the title of the email, and then you can gauge for yourself. Uh, all right, uh, Marty Vamp, while I look all at right. the title of the email. The, the so, title actually isn't that bad. What does NTSF SDSUV stand for? not bad. You got to go way down. I guess that I'm vamping been, by myself. That thing's been forwarded a million times. Sorry, what did you say, Marty? Oh, no. What does NTSF SDSUV stand for? Um, it's a it's a, a spoof of a procedural, right? Is that you just asked me a question, didn't you? Yeah. All right, I'm looking through it. I'm not good with acronyms. It's, but, it's a spoof of um, a procedural. National Task Force, um, or wait, it's NTSF National. No, I, oh yeah, this National looks like we shouldn't talk about that. Force. I don't think. Well, if you get a, an email you know about Quentin Tarantino, I'd bet, read it, I'll but if, I'd read it privately. I'll, I'll, bet, if, I'll bet if listeners do some <laughs> internet digging, they'll they, be able they to find it on their own. No. What are you guys talking about? I didn't say his name. Yeah. <laughs> no, you said Dan Etheridge's name. What did you say, Dan? Dan uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino? No. Nope. nope. Actually, we can review the tape. Yeah, and, no, we uh, can hit the delay. We yeah. hit the delay and erase all of that. <laughs> yeah. but, but do forward me that email, would you? So th- yeah, sweet. The Adult Swim Show, it's a... Spoof of a procedural, a police procedural, or is um, like NTSF is a yeah, it's a spoof of like um, all those procedural shows. You the, know, the NCIS, Outlaw yeah, right. Order, yeah. SVU. So it's cetera, sort of like how Children's Hospital is to takes on the the gotcha. Grey's Anatomy and ERs of yeah. the world. Yeah, so, exactly. So well, um, so if we do it better, people. I think. Yeah. Oh. I was. I said, yeah, like I. I mean, I've seen <laughs> you know. Seen both. Dan knows. Yeah, let me do see. it better. If I had to, I'd say they're both. So they wouldn't let you on. Brilliant. They wouldn't let you on Children's Hospital. <laughs> the same producer. Um, no, we we did Children's Hospital. Oh. Um, actually, me, Adam, Scott, That's Lizzie, right. Lizzie we, Kaplan. We can't. Talk oh no, wait, much Adam. About Adam it. didn't make it. Right, but everybody um, else. Uh, Ken yeah. Marino. But uh, but let's Ryan. just say a group of friends that I've worked with prior. We all went on and and uh, yeah. hung out. And recorded a little bit. Yeah. So. On an episode. I didn't want you to say anything more on the air. Because it's a surprise. I don't know what you're talking about. Great! Yay! (laughs) Adam's been on Children's Hospital. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you. I'll feel you in later. But Adam was really funny on the... Yeah, it's great. It's not about that. It's not about that. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, I hate you guys. It's a bit of a callback joke. Yeah. So we'll just tease it there and let it hang. Uh, Yeah. Hey, you know what I really... One of the performances I really liked of yours was in Adventureland. Hey, thanks. That great... You know, the, the, the pipe smoking oddity to it. But I felt like that was... If I wasn't someone kind of like that in high school, I certainly had friends who were. But I just I, I identified a lot with it. And you gave him sort of a great a great quirkiness, but it was grounded and real and sympathetic. And I really dug that character. I really liked. I loved the movie. Yeah. The movie was it was yeah. great. Yeah. I mean, and the, 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 the three of you job. guys, the employees, you know, uh, there's such good chemistry between the three of you. You know, yeah. well, who's the, what's the guy who punches people in the balls? Oh, Matt Bush. Yeah, he was he's, he's great. Really, really funny. He's uh, he's one of my best friends. There's so many there? ways. Yeah, that... yeah, we met there, and and uh, I think he was getting ready to quit acting, and I said, "Fuck you, you idiot!" And I and I brought him to L.A. and we uh, got him an agent and like got things going again. So he's that's great. That's Don't awesome. you love it when that happens? When, like, yeah, somebody's well, he's right just at like the edge and saying, "I'm like, yeah. I'm not. I'm gonna." Well, he was going to be a teacher, and I think that's also a valiant thing to be doing with your time. And he, yeah. I think, he would be an amazing teacher. He doesn't like really? punching people in the balls at all in real life. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, you win some, you lose some. But he's a really sweet guy, and. Uh, does and I li- think one day he will actually be a teacher, but for right now he's pursuing a different dream. Does, does, he, does he like Sorry. L.A.? Um, 
he he still lives in New Jersey ah. in Hoboken, but uh, but he comes here for work and and other reasons. He just came out here two days ago, and then I think he leaves tomorrow. Uh-huh. He's staying with me. Sweet. There's so many ways in, that in Adventureland those characters could have all. I mean, we all know how that could have been done, like cartoons. You know, and episodic comedy. You know what I mean? Well, and like, it, it was structured for that. You know, yeah, little vignettes it, 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 here and there. Yeah, like, and the way he grounded all of it. The same thing that I yeah. loved about Superbad, or maybe just frankly, you know, the whole like, you know, knocked up all this is the grounding. Mm-hmm. Where you really believe these as crazy as shit as they're doing, you believe that they can exist on planet Earth. Yeah, and that is always more interesting. I think that was you know, where again being self whatever. It's one of Judd's talents. I think. Yeah, yeah, and we sort of aped that a little bit in Party Down because we wanted to make sure that even as yeah. nutty as the characters were, you somehow could believe that and they you, Did you work yeah. with Greg before? Uh, I believe I'd worked with him. Uh, yeah, I think he directed the episode of Undeclared that I did. Ah. Oh, nice. And um, and we, uh, but either way, we were in in circles together and sure. hung out a lot. Oh, look, we got to call him, right? Yeah, hey, what's up, caller? Hey. All right, we have a caller. Caller, you're on the air. Who you're are you? Where are you calling you're from? You're a third caller, not to brag. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Adam Wallace from Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, hey. sweet Adam, you you hey. you've been you've been kind to us on the as Marty would call it the tweeter sphere. Uh, so, uh, Adam, I'm glad you got through. I'm sorry to keep you waiting, bud. Welcome. Yeah. Where where are you from? I think he said uh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah. Minneapolis, yeah. Minnesota. We are big in Minnesota, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, I can't remember if Adam, we talked to you before because that, that, I've spent some time in Minneapolis and that is one cool town. That is one cool town. Yeah, you guys uh, mentioned it last time. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So you got a question here, maybe for Martin Starr or? Uh, let's go for Dan or Marty. Yeah. Or a threesome. Let's have a threesome <laughs> question. <laughs> Okay, I have a all right, Dan. Yeah, I, I tweeted yeah. you this earlier, but I don't know if you read it about Transformers Three. Yeah, man. and how it's actually somewhat enjoyable. You know, I, I I've heard here's that. the thing. I, <sighs> I my my loathing for Michael Bay's movies is so much that it towers over. It, it makes it impossible for me to see anything else. But I, the only reason I would see it is because. I do believe that he has done 3D in the way that 3D was meant to be done, and that might be interesting. Just racist? A, you mean racist? Yes, racistly. But, but uh, so, did you enjoy uh, storytelling wise and everything like that? I um, mean? I get. I mean, it's based on a TV show that was based to sell toys. To that extent, yes, the storytelling was good. But because I grew up a Transformers fan and actually kind of enjoyed it, but I was like you, Dan, and the only reason I saw it mm-hmm. is because I got free passes. I probably wouldn't have seen it. Like I had to pay for it, but I got free pass, and I was like, "This is kind of actually enjoyable." All right, well, you know what, man? You know, we can have good point, counterpoint, and the fact is, I will say this about being taking a ding on myself: I hate it when people talk shit about (laughs) when people talk shit about stuff they haven't seen. I do hate that, and here I am talking shit about it I haven't seen. It's just the body of work (laughs) has led me to a point that. I feel fairly confident, but okay. On your advice, Adam, I I I might go out and see it and bill you for it if <laughs> if I don't like it. So if you if you if you'd email us at noonerpodcastgmail.com with uh, uh emails, I'll send you my PayPal account so you can put the seven fifty in there. And I can get out to the movie. Uh, you know, I would not do that to you. Um, oh, well, Adam. All right, we got another and caller. So, you so, know what? 
What's that? We can can say goodbye to Adam. Bye, Adam. Okay, Adam, but keep calling in. We always enjoy hearing from you. Absolutely. Okay. All right, man. All right. Thanks, Adam. Somewhat enjoyable is just not enough for me to to go out and... I would agree. I'm going to bring this other caller on when we got him. But I do agree with you, Marty. I do agree. Hey, caller, uh, you are on the air. Where are you calling from? Dan Etheridge, Marty you, and and James. And Martin Starr. Hey, Hey, there. Hey, guys. I was wondering... I was wondering if you guys were fans of John Hughes and what your favorite John Hughes movie was. There is no way that you can grow up the age that I grew up and not be a John. I mean, it's just impossible. Martin, it's you're, impossible. You're younger than us. What, do you have any affinity towards John Hughes? Yeah, massive affinity. Yeah. About, he captures weird science. Oh yeah, weird, yeah, science. weird science. I mean, completely. Great. I mean, you know, I will say there was a. I will say that. I, I, won't, I won't say argue this is the best. I don't think that's, I think that when you're talking about John Hughes, especially somebody who was like a teenager in the 80s, it's kind of the first time something hit you. And I will say that 16 Candles was the one that burst onto the scene and sort of made you go, oh my God, there's a whole different way of making movies and a whole way in that I'm very interested in. So the impression is there. I'll, personally, I probably like Breakfast Club the most, but 16 yeah. Candles is the one that was like the punch, the great punch in the gut, if you can call it that way. All right. Yeah. You, See, you would equate his movies to a punch in the gut? Sorry? A, a, a beautiful, <laughs> sexy... Punch to the gut. Yeah. <laughs> no, right. I realize you should say punch to the gut for like uh, d- d- tree of life, what or maybe Fincher. Yeah. Okay, so that was the wrong metaphor. But you know what I'm trying to say. It was like, oh wow, that you kind of shook yeah. off some of the early '80s, not quite knowing how to make make uh, you know accessible movies in a movie in an era that was about more accessible movies. Yeah, and this one kind of really clicked with everybody I knew. Yeah. But um, I, I'm hogging the mic. I've James, got three you know? words: okay. long duck dog. Yeah, there that, you go. That's why, that's why there is no. <laughs> <laughs> There's no Asian. Ah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> um, there, there is no Asian guy who will cite that movie as being their favorite. Yeah, Star right. Movie because you, there's no Asian guy who grew up in that era who wasn't called Long Duck Dong. Yeah, friends, you know what? I get you know. that. I totally get that. No, you and, didn't get it. I got it. Well, I, yeah, I'm just saying I get it now, and I you feel. Don't I, get I, it. I you feel, don't know what it's like. I feel for you, my brother. <laughs> I feel for you, I my brother. I, had, I wish I had that clip. Oh, sexy girlfriend. <laughs> I, do, do you, you have, have you here? here? No, do, yes. do you have one, Marty? Um, I guess Breakfast Club. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that one was like, mm-hmm. you know, it, was, it hit me at, when I was at my angst. Okay, wait, I'm wrong. Opportunity knocks. Wait. Bring me Frank Whaley. Okay, sorry. Go no, ahead. Never bro. mind. <laughs> <laughs> it just popped into my head, and I had to say it. Bring me Frank Whaley. Ah, well, Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Martin, she's great. I, I I haven't seen all of his movies, but I have seen uh, I've seen a few, and I I love Breakfast Club. It's impossible yeah. not to. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Ferris Bueller. You know. Oh my God! And then Ferris Bueller. And and by the way, you know this was definitely not one of the greats, but I sure did. Oh, that was John Candy. Ferris Bueller is amazing. Buck. No, no, Ferris Bueller is the great. I I admit. Did he do Uncle Buck? I was about to transition to Uncle Buck and saying certainly not the greatest, but boy, John Candy, it's sort of his his amiable funniest. In Wait, the movie. He, John Hughes did Uncle Buck? Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I it was love, like I a punch to the gut. I didn't even know that. I didn't know that. And he wrote, I fucking love Uncle Buck. He wrote Vacation as well. That was a great one. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. But he, did he direct Wait, it? Did he, did he direct Vegas. Uncle Buck? Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he did oh. direct it. Yeah. Uh, he, he just fell off the... Now he's like writing movies no, under an alias. He's, he's dead. Passed. Right, so he's still writing movies under an alias. That was all... Uh, I'm channeling him. Yeah. He did not fake his death. He did not fake his death. Caller, do you have a favorite? Or you he said like, uh, weird science. That, weird oh, that's right. You did. I'm sorry you did. Yeah. Machiavelli. Weird science, probably. But we touched on some good ones, I think. I think we got all the really good yeah. ones. Oh, wait. Pretty in Pink. All right. Pretty in Pink. 
Damn fine. All right, you guys have a good day. All right, thanks, All right, man. For take care. Love you. You know what I like about that caller is he got uninterested in talking to yeah, us. Yeah,、いいですね。いいですね。いいですね。いいですね。いいですね。いいですね。いいですね。いいですね。いいですね。いいですね。いいですね。いいですね。いいですね。いいですね。いいですね。いいですね。いいですね。いいですね。いいですね
Oh my God! You're right. We almost forgot. Thank I you, Marty. Forget. Oh, that's so good. We have a bit. We have a bit, Martin. Oh, Can I just we, witness it? Or? No, 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 no. It's you, the whole thing. It's a segment. Now. We because <laughs> I, I was so disappointed. No, no, no. Like, it's yeah. gonna be great because Marty. I initially wanted him to ask three questions of every guest. Okay. But then we decided to call it Marty's softballs. Oh shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, I usually interrupt and chime in with answers too, but really they're for you. He won't let you answer. That's, that's in, how he in, works. Interrupto. Is that the bit? This no, 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 no. It's just hey, James. Maybe we can cut Dan's mic for a second. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a mutiny. People storm the studios. There's a mutiny. I need your help. Uh, or actually, the Twitter sphere is alive with yes, mutiny, yes, mutiny. Marty, softballs. All right. Go. So after a night of drinking, say, what is the best place to get fast food? The best place, In and Out. In and Out. That's a good answer. Yeah. That's yeah. good. You know when I had a I had a problem. And this is a problem. I, this is not the best place, but unfortunately on my way home for seven years, two blocks away from my place was a disgusting, the most disgusting Del Taco in the no, history of the man. the greatest Del Taco. It's gone now. The oh. Highland in Santa Monica Del Taco. Oh, I love that Del Taco. That's because a lot of murders happened there. There were murders. There were prostitutes. There that's were you, gigolos. There were Johns. There were hookers. Yeah. I know, but I was in the drive-thru and I would see rats sometimes. But I would be, you know, I when you get those munchies and I would just go, oh, I want a quesadillo, two burritos, fries, blah, blah, blah. Right, so what is, what is your order at In-N-Out? Um, depends how hungry I am. I'd get a, a triple meat, no onions, and a double meat, no onions, fries, and a lemon up. And no, what if you're hungry? And no cheese? No, that's if I'm hungry. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Good night. Hey, Dan, good one. Sure, try the veal. Uh, uh, no <laughs> cheese? I, I, I tried to avoid cheese. Lactose issues? Nope. No, just uh, just why not? The human body isn't really meant to digest dairy after a certain age. You are probably right, except I do love cambazola cheese. No, no, cheese go. is delicious. Right. I'm no, not, just, I, there's no argument like, against okay. chocolate and cheese. It's just that you feel like the body is certain. I, I kind of feel that too. No, it's absolutely true. I mean, you'll right. notice if you stop eating dairy for three weeks or a month and then you eat a slice of pizza, it just oh. runs right through you. Yeah. Ooh, doesn't That's sound why good. I don't Is stop. it help that I get soy in my latte? Yeah. Okay. But also soy is, it'll help you build breast tissue. And uh, I think it, I do need some help there. We were talking it, about lactose. It lowers earlier. your testosterone <laughs> levels. Yeah, I, I. You know what? I need help there because mine are off the charts. Oh, good. Then All right, under the next. Soy. <laughs> See, drink, drink more soy. I, I brought you a big cube of soy. <laughs> uh, let's go this to the next, next softball. Uh, softball. So, so you're a pretty health conscious guy. What, what do you do to keep in shape? Like. Uh, I do Pilates. I haven't done it in a little while, but I do Pilates, and then I I play basketball. Do you? And I'm interested in the Pilates. I don't mean this in a mocking way. I'm legitimately, what is it? I know it's about the core, but I don't know what that is. It's about the whole body. I mean, right. it's it's more. It's like a very slow, meticulous strength training. Got really, it. it's like um, you use springs instead of weights. So it's more organic the way that your body finds its strength than just. Yeah, and it's more and it's more about the motion, and it's I mean it's like right. a mix between yoga and working out, kind of. Okay, but it's also you're using um, you're using like a reformer, and you're using there are different tools that they use to to help. Oh, great! Sculpt it sounds like it might be good body. for me, especially in my with my expanding girth. Would you ever want to do oh, like yeah. a? Yeah. You got a bust line that's just coming out. Well, that, that's <laughs> thank, just, thank you very little. That's the soy. <laughs> that has nothing. Little. That's the soy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Would you ever want to do like an action movie where you get to like? I want to do everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 a horror movie, a action movie. I, I'd definitely be up for trying everything in, in, uh, as far as genres are concerned once. Right. 
Right. And, well, and people should give you the opportunity to. Just as long as, well, I, I can write. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Or give I'm yourself the opportunity. Perfectly capable. And you're saying basketball? You know, basketball? Um, yeah, I haven't played in uh, probably close to eight months because I hurt my ankle, but I'm, it's starting to actually feel 100% now. So in the next two or three weeks, I'm going to get back to playing basketball every Sunday. Are you bummed about the NBA situation? we got NBA and an NFL situation right now, right? Um, both, everything's gummed up. I don't really give a shit. I, I would say... Right. As much as I do enjoy watching basketball and football in particular, right. baseball I find a little bit boring. Right. But I love going to baseball games. That is that is yeah. a hoot. I mean, what what is wrong with like sitting in the sun with a beer and with your friends? Like it, it's great. It, that is great. Yeah. I love and I don't I don't Holler actually like baseball, team, but I love going to baseball games. Yeah. The yep. whole experience is amazing. Yep. Oops. But as a whole, I think sports are a bit of a waste of time to just be sitting and watching. Yeah, like, I, I like, what am I doing? I'm sitting watching I, 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 people I, 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 do something. Football. Yeah, would you I rather play basketball yeah, or watch basketball? Absolutely you know? play any of them. I'd rather play baseball, basketball, football than watch them right. any day of the week. Mm, fair enough. And Marty, I, oh, the color drop. I was going to interrupt yeah. to like uh, to, to, to take the call. Are you a gamer? Like, uh, is that Wait, is this I, softball number three? No, 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 or is, yeah, okay, that's a follow-up. This is a... Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You are? Um, I wouldn't call myself a gamer at this point. All right. I go through like... I've been pretty addicted to Call of Duty, but I generally in my life go through like two or three months of playing video games incessantly, and then for the rest of the year I'll do I won't play any. All right, so what's the game right now? That that's myself. Call of Duty I've been playing for a while on Xbox. Or? On Xbox, yeah. My Xbox just got the red ring, and uh, so unfortunately it's down. But it's for my benefit. My buddy Matt, who just came out. He and I would play it. Came out to visit all the time. Yeah. He, well, he came out for work purposes and just happened to be. I happened to be in town. So uh, as opposed to coming out of the closet. Um, yeah. My my buddy Matt Bush just came out. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, okay. I was, no, I was I was writing a note to myself and then it, yeah, right. really the ball punching guy. Don't forget to. <laughs> I, I was going to go very... Um, yeah, 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 let's not. <laughs> yeah. Mom wouldn't have liked that one. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not going to gear the whole show to what mom wouldn't like. Oh, but oh, good. Then, what was the note to self? Don't forget to touch balls later. <laughs> <laughs> Matt pushes balls. Sets in. All right. Marty's softball number three. That, that was it. Wait, when I was doing the what, note, you what, went to the third what softball? What was the second one? The second one was, what do you do to keep in shape? Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh! The first one was the the in and out. Yeah. The the and then what are you doing? To keep we shape? don't need then, to recap. This is so boring for uh, every listener. Uh, I, They're I, all like, I, we I already heard. No, no, actually, people. No, have, no, no. no we have saying, say they want to get to Marty's soft. No, let's let's right. relive the whole thing. Dan, Dan, oh, you can podcast it later. Sort of that music where it's like a montage in a show where they relive golden moments. I can hear people turning off their computers. When Martin told us about in and out, I can't really put it to song. Oh, can I get my note oh, back? I run stuff yes. on the other side. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So, uh, th- what did you think of softballs, by the way? Just generally, they felt really nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, many say that even even nude shower wrestling, I can't claim to have that. Information it's the one thing I've got going for me. It's my tender softballs. All right. Let's get our minds out of the gutter. What? What? Tell us about Deep Dark Canyon. What's that all about? <laughs> you joking? What is that? It's a movie you were in. Was it when I was like <laughs> how old? Seven? I don't know. What year is it? Uh, this year? No. All right, someone, someone, heads are gonna roll at IMDb. Uh, I'm not in a movie called Deep Dark Canyon. Well, you should be. Who else is in it? Ted Levine's. Oh, that's Matt what it's Lillard. called now. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm not a dick. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> um, I was like, what the hell? Oh, I think I got a text about that. Uh, that was with um. 
two friends of mine who wrote and directed a movie, Abe and Silver Levy. Levy. Nice. Um, really good people. I, I met them through uh, doing Six Month Rule, and then um, they had just a really cool script. Ted Levine was so much fun. He's a great actor. I really. Well, like what's him. he been in? Well, you would have. I mean, everybody Spencer, knows him. Spencer, Spencer Clark Lambs, is amazing. He's also it. he's been in a, a monk. Oh right, right. Ted but Levine. he's just a great right. character actor. I mean, really, yeah. really terrific. Yeah. So. Um, just as a reminder, phone lines, 855-937-7477-855-MESSERS. So it's, it's like a thriller thing? Um, yeah, it's like a – it's about like – I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't tell too much about the plot right. yeah. um, because it's, it's – Don't overshare the way it all comes in this age together. of oversharing. But, but you got to tease it a little, right? I think he's teased um, it. It's, it's – uh... <laughs> Yeah, they're nice guys. <laughs> oh, that's all you need to know, folks. Run, don't walk. <laughs> well, I don't know what's happening with it. I think they're they're trying to hit the festival circuit and then uh, see what happens next. And then um, – Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's It's got a great cast in it, though. Spencer Clark is amazing in it. Uh, Ted Levine is – I think he's always amazing. I was so excited to meet him. I think he's yeah. such a talented guy and totally. really sweet. And, he, and, and now that line of, you know, puts the lotion in the basket is taken yeah. on epic – Proportion and you know people quote that. He's all kind of the, the big girl. Yeah, so whatever. Um, I don't think he likes to hear that. I don't, I, I, I'm I don't, sure. I don't, I don't I'm sure that like he probably gets annoyed by that, but it still has taken Maybe. on like epic thing. So, uh, quick change of topic. You going anywhere on vacation this summer? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go to Florida. I think. Oh yeah, where in Florida? Um, near Tampa, a place called uh, Newport Ritchie. What, what's I, the exact address? Um, <laughs> one <laughs> one. one. Jot that down. You ready? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. You got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would actually say it, but we no. Can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm very familiar with Florida. Uh, mom lives in Naples. Brother went to UM. I know the whole state, and I don't really like Florida that much. I don't like it either. My dad lives there, so I have to go there to visit. Yeah, and if anybody wants to call and defend Florida, that's that's fine. That's fine. I, I actually I like it. The the only problem for me is the humidity, but they, we have the same problem in Austin. But it's it's, like the it's weather not is the just heat. so brutal. And you've lived here your whole life, right? Um, I. <laughs> Did I? I lived in Florida for one year, and it was a rough year. I found <laughs> out that everyone in the United States somehow chose to take their kids to to Florida, and they all had the same um, stick 'em up mentality. Like they, everybody wanted to fight. It just, it just seemed like, oh, uh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. There weren't a yeah, lot yeah. of like-minded people for me, so I felt like I had to leave, or maybe I was just a uh, total pussy. Did you get in fights? Um, no, I never actually did, but you could just see it all happening, and I was like, I don't, these aren't, this isn't where I want to spend my time in my life. Right. Even then. Even then, yeah. I was really, uh, overdeveloped. <laughs> um, Physically? Uh, and yeah. Emotionally. Mostly, uh, between my knees and my pelvis. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And then I guess a little bit, a bit of it goes down below my so, knees. So your thighs. Was that like high school? No. No. Uh, yeah, that was high school. And then you come back here to... Then I came back here and went to the best, the most amazing school ever in the history of schools, at mm-hmm. least that I experienced, um, LOXA, Los Angeles County High School for the Arts. Right. Oh, right. really? Yeah. It's on the campus of Cal, Cal State, State LA. Right. So um, that would, really? So you... Uh, yes, no, no, because no, I know, I know, I'm not lying. I have relatives that went there, and they they said nothing but great things about it's it. It's amazing, and did it you, is like unbelievable. What do you get to do there that one doesn't might not get to do? It's a magnet school. school. Well, I think when, and I, I think you'll appreciate this, Dan. I, I think anyone would really appreciate it if they're open minded. Um, it was like, it was the first school that I went to where there were openly gay kids. Oh, and yeah, that right. and that um, meant something because because right. mostly like there's there's so many kids um, that you're like oh 
he's blank or he's like like people were just kind of confining themselves in boxes because they knew they couldn't show everything because they right. just get made fun of yeah and that was a big that's like a big thing through school is getting yeah, made yeah, fun yeah. of because people think you're gay or because you are gay and uh and that was like the first place i went where it was so open and free that everybody really was themselves so and, I, and i was like that's thing. that's an incredible not gonna happen in florida feeling um Starting to happen no. everywhere, but oh, maybe not Florida might then. lag. Right. Not, yeah, not yet yeah, in not Florida. Yet. Right, you right. mean the penis of America? Mars <laughs> <laughs> Star said it's it not seems, us. Seems like that, a haven for gay we, people. We've now, we've now we've lost Asians, Canada, Florida. We are chipping away at our constituency. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just talking. I mean, if we got uh, Michigan, yeah, it's a that's a thumb. Yeah. Right. Oh, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Then but we, I, mean, th- I think everybody thinks we've of got Michigan the flaccid penis of Thumb America. Thumb wasn't a minute. So, it's a ding on Michigan. It's just a geographic. No, right. Uh, that's me know. too. That's I'm just I'm just stating facts. Okay, it you're, you're not like, trying to be pejorative. It looks like a big ugly penis. Yeah. Right. And so well, was it was it the sort of place where like pe- kids were like at lunchtime were jumping on the cafeteria tables and singing? Um, no. Yeah, I yeah. don't think so. Good but enough. did you do theater? I did do theater, and then I actually had to leave. I didn't have to, but I made a difficult decision at the time to go to um, to go off and do a TV show called Freaks and Geeks, right. uh, or do the pilot for it. And I knew before I left that if I if I went and did the show, I would be missing my tenth day of school or my 11th day of school or something mm-hmm. uh-huh. and they have a very strict policy because you have to audition to get in and they have a waiting list for other kids that want to be a part of the school um and rightfully so they they kicked me out so um the, like because i couldn't miss more than 10 days right so uh-huh. i missed my 11th day and they were like sorry you have to leave Ugh. and i did i mean it was How many obviously years worth it but a painful decision almost a whole year it was a really painful yeah. decision because it was the first school where i was like fuck school actually can be amazing right half the day was dedicated to the art that you had i mean there was um there were theater majors dance uh visual artists music um like all, all this in this such an amazing creative environment like people were doing half um they were dedicating half of their day to what they what they found beautiful right like like right. you know really yeah. like, like exploring an art and they, they and that's not that's it's nice to have a safe place to do that yeah it sounds like that and they it have was, an amazing yeah. graduation i mean it's still high school like yeah. people are still kind of dicks but <laughs> but it's like it's so a it's lot like more utopia. yeah like everybody in flowing yeah, yeah. white robes and yeah but it's moving in the right direction yeah yeah compared to every like other place i went it did was they heaven. when they kicked you out did they do it with a like Reluctantly, this is just a policy, but, but boy, this is, if you're gonna be leaving for anything, this is a good thing to be leaving for, or was it an acrimonious thing on their part, or is it Uh, well, I didn't know it what it was. I don't, right. I don't think I was aware enough to appreciate that, cause I, I hadn't read that many scripts. I'd never had an opportunity like that before, and my mom definitely was like, you should take this opportunity, this is, you should absolutely do this, and I was still like, it was a big debate. I was like, is it worth it? Cause if I, if I do this pilot, which I don't know what's going to happen with it, I, I, uh, the only thing I knew was that I would get to do that pilot. Right. And then, like, that first episode. And then, um, then we find out if the show gets picked right. up. Right. So, right, right. for an oppor- yeah, for yeah. an opportunity to maybe be a part of something that could start a potential career that I honestly never thought I would get to have just because of how much luck it takes really to make it in this business as an actor in particular. Um, I didn't, I, I just, it was a huge debate. Should yeah. I go back to school and, and explore my last year and a half of school with like the most amazing environment right. at my disposal? 
I mean, the good news is it's a tough, very tough decision, and at least the one that you made was rewarding. I mean, clearly, I mean, and that that's, um, that that didn't yeah. make the decision any harder then, but it, at very, least it was a yeah. good path. You, I mean, you did chose a path that worked out. I was very fortunate. Yeah, yeah. That is, it is interesting. It must be. Does it? Has there been a time, because now I'm sort of learning your history, I mean, I'm sure maybe you were auditioning some before, but that that strikes me as hitting it very big right out of the gate. I mean, doing a network show right out of the gate. Did you find that later, because you were younger and you didn't totally understand the process, you thought, well, it'll always be this easy? Or Yeah, well, you know, I, I, well it wasn't about easy. It was more, I, I think I took for granted how incredible everyone was to work with right. and how much everyone cared. Right, right. right. Specifically, mm-hmm. Judd and Paul... Um, I mean, it was Paul Feig's baby that he brought to Judd, and and then they went on to make it together. Right. Um, and uh, and both really ev- evolved the idea. Um, but it like it was it, it's inc- it's I don't know. Yeah, well, I, the thing that resonated really strongly with me when you said it is not understanding because this happened to me on Veronica Mars, my first TV show. Is it was a really wait, it what was, was a, your first TV show? Rude. Uh, uh, <laughs> and it was, and I didn't. It was a great experience, and I didn't realize at the time not every experience goes to this level of everybody becoming such a family and caring as much as they did about the – like that's not yeah. the experience that you would have every time. I mean by and large, people do care, but that was special. It sounds like yours yeah. was special. It took me a little while to adjust it. Oh, it's not always like that. That's not what you always find. Well, there are a lot of financial decisions that people make. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I don't know. It, it, it all depends on – you know, really, like when it comes down to it, the people involved. I mean, we all did. I feel like doing something like Party Down. Yeah. Um, doing a network show, I think you can get a bit of a, a mix, and you don't. You may not always know exactly what you're pulling in. Right. Um, and until you start working together and you get to know the people, because there's, there's, there is, there, there can be a substantial amount of money involved with network. But with Party Down, everyone was getting paid shit. Yeah. Like the shittiest money I any mean, of truly, us have ever gotten paid. Truly, 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 and, truly shit. And, and it's still, to be perfectly honest, more money than like my dad makes in, in a yeah. year that I made on, on that, on a season. I, I didn't. Or, or both just, just so we know. But yes. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it's not much more than my yeah. dad makes. <laughs> right, right, And right, he's right. a teacher. So, right, right, right. um, he's, he's making, which not, is a, which is a crying shame imbalance. Yeah. But that, absolutely. Uh, another serious issue for another day. But yeah, yeah, yeah we'll get that, into that next time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next show, next teachers week on and the Nooners. imbalance in uh, income throughout the United States. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so <laughs> on Nooner. <laughs> like, are there big budget things that you've been on where they, they're, They've had that same sort of solidarity and, and dedication to, to craft. Um, that's a funny way to, yeah, I mean, uh, could I imagine like working on the Incredible Hulk, like people weren't as just like, well, I mean, I mean, I'm sure it was fun in different ways, but you know, I don't know. It was like, uh, I don't know. Ed, Ed, uh, I, I, I'd met Edward Norton through, um, Shauna Robertson. Uh, who produced Knocked Up and, and, uh, I worked for Judd for a long time. And, I don't know, he, he, uh, sent me an email and just asked if I wanted to come out there. So, uh, in that way, it was really cool. Um, and I felt de- a definite connection to what was happening right, there. Right. And everything that we did really, I think, got cut out, um, by the studio. Um, but, uh, Oh, I had a, an amazing day. It was just I, like know, me and I Ed hanging out, really. Know that, awesome. you know, yeah. he and I went to college together and did, oh, really? did theater, uh, did a show back at the Peggy Hill, so I'd known him from way back when. He's such really a nice guy. good fellow yeah. and smart and crazy intelligent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. and I really liked the movie. I thought it turned out really well. Was... I'm going to be honest. 
I didn't see it. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, I didn't see I'm it either. Sorry. Oh, it was I really fun. It was very, yeah. very straightforward. I feel bad that I haven't seen it. I, I, I think it's also because I had heard from Ed or Shauna that there was a lot of like turmoil going on through, Post. like through the process, right, and right. that um, you know someone from a studio took it back from. I from, remember hearing just as a layman, yeah, there was all right. this like what cut to. I don't. Go yeah, I don't think it. Edward was ecstatic about the way everything turned out and right. so i think that that led me to not be quite as interested in, sure, in, gotcha. in watching it yeah. um those are probably very complicated those i mean every movie's complicated in some way but with all that money on the line i'm sure there were some pretty vicious battles in there yeah. gonna, i actually don't think i heard from them i think i heard from other people i think it was pretty publicly known that yeah that, yeah that, 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 that seemed on. to be one of those little eruptions that got yeah. pr- some press but you never you know also kind of know when someone doesn't support the yeah. opening of a, right, of a movie right. that it's that you know you can feel it. Did, yeah. did you do any theater when you were at um, Laxa? Uh, um, yeah. We, uh, well, I mean, yeah, it was theater. There was also like, whoops, it was, there was also like a television class, um, and uh, there, I mean, we did a lot of different things. There was a stand-up comedy class. There was no, but do you did you do you remember any specific shows that you did? I never did any theater. Ah, uh, oh, really? I missed. The first year that you go to the school, which I think I was a junior um, or a, no a sophomore, I was a sophomore the first year that I went there, the only year that I went there. So um, whatever grade you're in, the first year you go there, you uh, at the end of that year, you do a first year project, which is something you all write together, like the entire class uh-huh. writes together and, and makes up. And I went and saw it and it was incredible. And you really could see each person's individual voice because they all really wrote it and, and performed performed it and created it together and then uh, I, th- I think one of the teachers directed it maybe uh, someone must have directed it but um, you don't get the opportunity to do a show yeah. until yeah. the second year uh-huh. yeah. there gotcha. it is I we did I think we told the story it was like we did the Woody Allen show don't drink the water back at uh, Baggy Hill and do you know Jennifer Westfelt was my girlfriend in it, and then Edward Norton played my assistant in it very you, good actor you had a girlfriend <sighs> It was a, it was a staged play where there's fiction. Involved. Were you an actor? Actually, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I did a lot of acting back then. Huh? Yeah. Never had the balls to pursue it out here professionally. And I don't say that as though like if I had pursued it, I would have succeeded. I don't know if I would have. I would have faced the same odds as anybody else. But I do have some regret that I didn't ever just take those couple of years and try, and then either fail. It's not too late, Dan. Yeah. Well, the joke about my friends and I, or maybe not even the joke, is that I would wait until I was getting middle age, I'm 42 now, we'll see how it goes, so when I could actually play like the, uh, the officious senator or the 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 uh, crooked sheriff, you know, kind of middle age, because that I think I have a rotund character actor kind of thing that could work, but I couldn't do that at twenty two. You you can be the Jodon yeah. Baker of the twenty first century. Well, I would aspire to be the Jodon Baker, but I was thinking more of that that fat guy in Carter Country, that old that sitcom. fat guy in Carter <laughs> Country. <laughs> handle it, handle it. <laughs> that was um, it's funny. I, I talked to Rod Thomas <laughs> years ago. And I said, oh, you know, Dan is a great actor. I don't know why he doesn't do more of it. And his response was, well, you know, that that's good and well, but Dan has to want to do it. No, yeah. he's exactly and, right. And it's a really good And the fun, little known fact is that he was going to Vinny St. Um, I'm his last name. It's the role that Ken Marino did that became a recurring role in Veronica Mars, Vinny St. Lowe or something like that. Um, they told me they initially wrote it. It was just going to be one episode out of a few scenes, and they wrote it for me. 
but Warner Brothers wouldn't let a producer on a show act in it, just a policy that they have. Probably. So we got Ken Marino, and then he turns it into this amazing recurring role. So I'd like to, Ken Marino, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. made Dan Ken step Marino. aside for you. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I, every so often I do a little theater here in L.A., keep it very quiet. But I'll yeah. let you know next time. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, sure. So you come and see it. Um, uh, we are yeah. fast approaching. We got about five more minutes left in our lovely show. If there's wow. any callers out there, 855-937-7477. 855-YES SIRS. Uh, but, uh, otherwise, uh, Marty, you got any final questions for well, our lovely guest, Martin Starr? Uh, I just want to add that you can reach us at, on Twitter at, yeah. um, Nooner Dan Marty. Yeah. At Nooner Dan Marty. Yes. Or you can email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. We appreciate any and all feedback. Yeah, and you can set the website page where you can find us. We can listen to us live or download the program is smodcast.com backslash nooner. Um, gotta thank a few people. First of all, Martin Starr, thanks so much for coming. Yeah, you're welcome for making this the most boring podcast ever. <laughs> oh, I think you, you helped in Is that, that true? Is that I true? Said, I said, uh, you're welcome for making this. Uh, <laughs> I said, you guys are welcome because I did this to you. Oh, I created sure. the most uh, boring podcast. Dude, I totally psyched that you were here. And not only did we get to, we had some laughs and some tears, but actually we had to have some serious conversation, which maybe you and I have not really had in the two years we've known each yeah. other. We should do <gasps> We have a call. We do it publicly. <laughs> do we? This is our yeah, last let's call. Let's take a call. All right. He's going to say, you're right. It last, is the yeah, most boring right. podcast <laughs> ever. Okay. Call or do it again. You're on the air, and if that's what you're going to say, we're stealing ourselves. Who are you? Where are you calling from? Good morning. Hello? Oh, James, did you hang up on the no, call? I, I saw you. You pressed a button and the caller went away. No, I turned it up. Oh, okay. Oh, Sorry about was, that. Um, well, he was like, you stole my punchline. <laughs> <laughs> right. I get it. All right, Martin. Well, thanks a lot, man. It was really cool to have you down here and we'll see you soon. And hopefully we'll see you, uh, maybe when we do the Party Down movie in 2012. I, I would love to do that movie. Yeah. Sweet. We'll see. Fingers crossed. And you're going to, you're going to uh, act in it, right? Unless uh, yes. I'm going to play Brothers the Fisher's mayor. Yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, thanks to Kevin Smith and all the folks at the growing empire that is Smodcast. Uh, you know how to find that. And James, thank you. Of course. As always. And last but not least, Marty, you, you sweet, sweet. You know, we used to call Marty the sweetest man in Hollywood for reasons I cannot remember. I can't remember at all. You were the only one who called me that. <laughs> well, you can find us here weekly, every Friday, 12 p.m., 2 p.m., Pacific Standard Time, live. We will see you next Friday, and uh, until then, I uh, hope you got your fill. When it's time for lunch, you can pick up a spoon or grab your fork body and dig into a Nuna. It's Nuna with Dan and Marty. If you never had a Nuna, well, there's no sooner away. Just bend over at the middle in the middle of the day. It's a Nuna. It's a Nuna with Marty and Dan. This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.